93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, March 29th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a woman was killed inside a mainline Wawa last night. Police said the man suspected of murdering the woman inside the Wawa in the 100 block of Sugartown Road in Radnor Township is in custody. According to investigators, the man was located in Thornberry Park at about 11 p.m. Thursday night uh, in a black BMW sedan seen fleeing the shooting scene just before 8.30. Inside the vehicle, police said they found a rifle believed to be used in the murder of the woman who was in her 20s. Several customers were inside the Wawa at the time of the shooting. Radnor Township Police believe the woman was targeted and say that they knew each other. Yeah. Police have not released the identities of the victim or the suspect or exactly what their relationship was. Following his arrest, the suspect was taken to the hospital for an evaluation. It's not clear what he's being evaluated for at this time. It's weird because when I heard this story, I'm like, in a Wawa? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the yeah. main line? <laughs> on, the, on the main <laughs> yeah. line, definitely. But, e- but even Wawa in general is kind of a sanctuary. Like, you don't I'm, do yeah. that. No, <laughs> no, I, I mean, know what you're okay. saying. Not that you don't go kill somebody. Uh, you know it's what not I like mean. a church. Wawa yeah, is, yeah. is generally, hey, how you doing? Good morning. Good yeah, morning. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So, and then this happened. And, yes, on the main line, way out of character for that. Yeah. Uh, it yeah, was messed up. Wawa parking lots are not the same as Wawa. Like the set, you know. I know what you mean. Yeah, there's a different <laughs> attitude in the parking lot than there is once you go in through the vestibule. Yeah. Agreed. <laughs> well, she was inside the but, Wawa, the poor thing. But they, they don't have any leads. No, no, no they, they, got they got the guy. The guy. Oh, they got. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, they yeah. Had, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah they found they him. They just haven't identified him yet. Right. They haven't publicly. identified okay. him yet. They found Thank him you. in a park. He was in his car. They found a rifle okay. in the car. He was in. It was a BMW sedan. So yeah. This is that. You know when. I had heard just the peripheral stuff of this, but clearly once you gave all the facts, it was she was targeted. Mm. Yes. Police arrested a former caretaker at an Oklahoma City retirement home accused of making an 81-year-old man with dementia eat jalapeno peppers. Yeah. According to court documents, employees reported seeing 30-year-old Kyra Johnson chop up and place the peppers in the victim's eggs. Investigators said Johnson was also seen feeding him the eggs, even though he was not accustomed to eating spicy food and didn't need assistance feeding himself. Police said the victim was uh, fanning and gasping for air to cool his mouth. Witnesses told investigators that Johnson meant to cause the 81-year-old pain and suffering. One witness reported saying, I hope that's not too hot when the food was being served, to which Johnson allegedly replied, I hope it is. Police said that the man uh, relied on help from the workers in the memory care living unit. Johnson was arrested and charged with abuse of, uh, by a caretaker. The memory care living unit confirmed that Johnson is no longer an employee. You know, you hear these uh, these commercials for these lawyers that practice, you know, yeah. elder abuse yeah. law. And I'm like, is that really a, a big thing? It's a big thing. It's, yeah. We yeah. had like uh, with my grandmother, we had just like a slight little thing happen. But it was one time and she was out of there. Like that was it. Yeah. You know I mean, we were fortunate enough to have my grandmother live in our house with us and okay. so we could see a lot that was going on but we could see it going the wrong way we were like uh-uh no yeah. way and and the caretaker mm-hmm. was out w- yeah. like that but this is so sad these people that live you know in assisted living or nursing homes and they rely on them for yep. help yeah. and she's putting jalapeno peppers in his eggs poor thing yep. another mmr vaccine clinic is being held at temple university today at mitten hall from nine to four the mmr vaccine is yeah <laughs> i'm sorry but it's cool <laughs> measles mumps and rubella we had to pay a lot to get that endorsement 
<laughs> Temple, yeah, right. Years and yeah, years yeah. ago, we said we which paid diseases can we get? Right. Yeah. Temple had a clinic <laughs> on Wednesday with over uh, 2,000 students and staff receiving the vaccine booster shot. The number of mumps cases keeps growing at Temple with over 100 cases now. Mumps is contagious and it's spread through coughing, sneezing, and other methods of sharing saliva. Common symptoms are fever, headache, and swollen salivary glands. Uh, if you've been vaccinated, research shows that the vaccine can wear off after 10 years, and that's why these centers for disease control and prevention said the MMR vaccine is the best protection. Why is this music playing? Well, it's down with the sickness, and this is the MMR vaccine. (laughs) The vaccine will be available for all Temple students and staff, but you will need to present your OWL card to get the free vaccine. Uh, We're going to be over at Temple later, so I'll pick us up some vaccinations. (laughs) Grab us some MMR. All right, in sports this morning. That that wasn't right. No. You know what's crazy? What? Is I hit the wrong button the first. The first button I hit was the wrong button, and it threw me off completely. Oh my god, wow. you're way off your game. Wow. Yeah, way right. off my game. Okay. I was like, oh my god, wait, I forget what I'm supposed to hit. That's nah, right, the Phils were on their game. Yeah. Yes, the Phils won their home end season yeah. opener yesterday, beating the Atlanta Braves ten to four. Nice. They did it! Reese Hoskins hit his first career grand slam. Yeah. Michael Franco and Andrew McCutcheon also hit homers, and Aaron Nola pitched six strong innings to get the win. In his debut with the team, Bryce Harper went 0 for 3 with an intentional walk and a run scored. Phils are off today before resuming the series against the Braves tomorrow afternoon. Bryce Wilson will go for Atlanta, while Nick Pavetta will get the start for the Phils. The first pitch is at 4.05. The Sixers beat the Brooklyn Nets last night at the center. Joel Embiid had 39 points, 13 rebounds, and 6 assists to lead the team to a 123-110 win. J.J. Reddick scored 18 points, and Ben Simmons added 16 points and 8 assists to the Sixers, uh, who ended a two-game losing streak. With seven games left in the regular season, the Sixers have a strong hold on the number 3 seed in the East, and they move three games ahead of the Indiana Pacers. Up next for the Sixers is a three-game road trip trip that starts tomorrow night with a game in Minnesota against the Timberwolves, and tip-off is at 8 o'clock. And the Flyers, who have five games left in their season, are off until tomorrow afternoon when they'll travel to Carolina to play the Hurricanes. The puck drops at 1 o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks a bunch, Kat. So end of the week is where we are. We have uh, our Word of the Week prize that we are going to give away today. Uh, it's Casey's Corner VIP Experience for MMRBQ 2019, and it's offered by Metro by T-Mobile. You gave away one last night. You have another appearance today, right, Yes, Case? I'll be at the Metro by T-Mobile in uh, Cherry Hill. It's on Kings Highway, and uh, I will be there from 4 to 6. The way we did it yesterday is I had a couple of lawn seats to give away, uh, and then the VIP as well. So uh, I would recommend coming out to that event because your chances are better than uh, doing the, the word of the week. Yeah. yeah. It's a no-brainer. Try both say. if you can. So uh, four to six today is when that's taking place. Guest-wise on the program, we have the great Terry Gilliam, who is on the show. He's a member of uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus. <clears throat> has directed a lot of really great movies over the years. Great movies. Yeah, and he has one called The Man Who Killed Don Quixote, which is in theaters uh, coming up on April 10th. So we will talk to him a little bit later on today. And we have this little thing going on. <laughs> For Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. 
We finished up round one yesterday, and I do have the winners, if you would like to hear who took what. Yes, absolutely. Uh, in the Anyway region, uh, David Blaine Tourette's, uh, no, not Tourette's, Tortures. <laughs> it would have been good, though. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. That's David Blaine with Tourette. Uh, David Blaine tortures Stephen Hawking uh, versus Severus Snape, Mother Trucker. And Severus Snape, Mother Trucker, wins. With wow. Uh, the Pennsylvania New State song had won handedly over Bill Weston's Halloween costume with 82% of the vote. But Bill Weston did come across victorious with Bill Weston's darndest things against Hay Lauer. <laughs> so that moves on. Bill Cosby's original uh, Blinded by the Light beat out Roger Ailes wants to fart in your face. <laughs> and How to Make Frank Rizzo's Crumb Creme Brulee, Crumb Creep Brulee, beat out the Gloria Stefan and the Philadelphia Sound machi- Noise Machine. Uh, then after that, uh, oh, a bit of an upset here. What? What? Uh, our number 11 seed beat a number 6 seed. Russian jokes beat Preston Can't Pronounce Church. <laughs> wow. Uh, which I, I'm happy with because I like the Russian jokes bit yeah. a lot. And it won by just a, a smidge. 52% was the, uh, the take on that. And the last matchup we had yesterday was the Warrant Hotline. Against you just made a mess in my mouth, and the warrant hotline won with just 52%. Wow, I thought it'd be a bigger gap. I did, too. What do we have now? Some nail biters here. Today's matchups. We only have five today. We're officially into round two now, man. All right, round two begins, and in the Gadzooks region, we have leading off President Steve Tricer Stroming. Oh, my God. Against Snickers, the raccoon. So should we play uh, clips again? Sure, why not? But this was the the Sir Stroming. Here we go. I'm going to start to open this. All 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 right, here we go. Doing right. it slowly so okay. it doesn't explode. Okay, okay. all right. Oh, oh, God. God. It's spraying everywhere. Oh, oh. Did it get on the floor? No, no. but it's, it's like it's like a Viking, an excited Behind Viking. You, Behind you. Are you going to throw up? Oh, oh, oh my God. Gagging. He's gagging. Have you guys breathed in yet? Oh. Yes. I, got, I, have to, I, I can't do this. Oh, thank God I can't smell it. I, this is the worst thing ever. All right, so. <laughs> we didn't like it. No. It was horrible. Horrible. Go watch that video if you haven't seen it in a while. Against uh, Snickers the Raccoon, here's where it's going up against. Did you ever look at its human-like hands and look at your junk and think, mm-hmm. <laughs> looks huge in that? Nah, they got some sharp nails, man. That thing oh, yeah. True. Uh, true. I can clip them, dude. Yeah. It depends on how many Snickers you're ready to give me. <laughs> You give me a fun-sized bag of Snickers, I'll bring you all the way to the end. You know what I'm saying? All right, so Sir Stroming against Snickers. You can vote now, WMMR.com. The videos are available to view. And, of course, while you're there, enter for our grand prize, a pair of tickets to every single Punchline show for the rest of the year. One entry per person per day. You have to be at least 21 years of age, and the last day to enter is on Friday the 5th at 9.59 a.m., so go ahead and do that, and we'll, we'll highlight the other ones. But these are all ones now who have won and moved on. So yes. we have mentioned these videos before. We've gone through all the videos, and now we're going to battle it out until there's one remaining. It's presented by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar, who also bring you our daily rush in general. There are a couple of new videos for you to check out. Uh, I'll give you the titles. Sucked into Hell by the Living Dead <laughs> is one of them, and Michael Jackson <laughs> Likes Women's Openings. 
is another one. Uh, so if you have not seen the new videos, you can watch them, and they're easy to find on PrestonAndSteve.com. So Daily Rush Madness continues. All right, we have other things to get to, including the entertainment news. I've got a stupid question with some giveaways. We'll take a break. We'll come back, and we'll get into all that. Hang with us on this Friday. The weather's going to be great. We're going to have a good time on the way into work this morning. This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. At Steven Singer Jewelers, everyone gets the perfect price. No coupons, no sales, no negotiating. Feel great about buying a diamond. Visit Steven Singer, the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly, or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Always with free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. Prince Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I'm going to try to, uh, I think I'm going to try to make good on something. Uh, really? Yesterday. Yeah, because the um, uh, the stupid question that we had about the Jeep yesterday. Oh, I saw that. Uh, somebody had sent me an email that uh, with, with some uh, claims to back it up uh, or some facts to back it up that um, the the answer that we got from the first guy who called in about the Jeep, GP yes. being the origin, That's always, that's been more of a rumor than an actual fact. Uh, and found out that the answer that the guy gave us, looked it up on Wikipedia, and appears to be the correct answer. Mm-hmm. So, the gentleman yesterday who was using Yahoo, Yahoo. and we kind of goofed around yeah, with yeah. him a little bit, um, if you call back in at some point, we'll know who you are. <laughs> yes. I'll set you up with something. There you go. Uh, we'll get Marissa. We'll, we'll use give, our... him, give him a case of beer or something. Like yeah. That. We have a voice print analysis detector. We do. We'll just, and, uh, somebody's got to get that out. Uh, yeah. it, it, honestly, uh, it's, and I, it's embarrassing. It still, it still works on gasoline, but, oh, yeah. <laughs> but it works. It, no, it still so I, works. I yeah. felt kind of bad about it yesterday, so so we'll do that, and we'll make good on that. Yeah, that's it. We, that's it. We're priming it right now. Voice recognition. Voice recognition. Data loaded. Please yes. call to win. So we'll get after after this stupid question. Call in a little bit later on, sir, if you were if you were listening. But ma'am, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ma'am, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a different stupid question. Uh, let's see if you know the answer to this. I like this one a lot. NASA uses a specific brand of tortillas for space missions. Space tortillas. Wow, that's a good what, question. What brand is that? 215-263-WMMR. Might have to do some digging around for this, and I'll be surprised <sighs> if we actually get an answer, but yeah. I, I do have a source. Uh, you know, I know where the answer came from. So. Listen, we've said it many times, and sometimes we forget to say it, but all answers are based on the information you have. Yes. And that really... Not necessarily based in what fact. What would Preston think mm-hmm. this yes. is? So, yeah. So 215 215- 263-WMMR is the number. Call right now, and we'll see if we know the answer. What specific brand of tortillas do they use for space missions uh, from NASA? So, birthdays today on Friday, March 29th include a guy that we've had in the studio, not only in our broadcast studio, but we've had him in a recording studio before, back when we were at Y100. Yes. Uh, Jane's Addiction. Uh, Perry Farrell celebrates his birthday today. Uh, And it's a big one for him. He is 60 years old. Wow. You know, I... Love Jane's Addiction. I love Porno for Pyros. You know? uh, yeah, I, I saw Porno for Pyros uh, at the Spectrum. Yes. And they were amazing. Were they? Never yeah. got to see him. Uh, and in fact, Flea was playing bass for oh, wow. when I went to go see Yeah, it was pretty special. So uh, Perry Farrell, nice guy, uh, dynamic performer. And he's the dude behind Lollapalooza, which still goes strong. Yeah. Since, you know, they, they've claimed home base at Grant Park in uh, Chicago. When they stopped uh, touring around the country with it. 
they became more solvent, and yeah. this business model works. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, 60 years old today. It's Lucy Lawless's birthday today. Always love it. Yes, see that? Yeah. Love it. She's only 51. <laughs> wow. Nice. We're the same age? I, I thought I she was so. older than that. Let's we'll double check on that. Um, I loved Zena. Yeah, because I was still like in high school yeah. when she was. Not unless she was that young. Was she a high schooler playing Zena? Uh, I doubt it. Up Lucy Lawless. It, it was Zena and Gabrielle. You remember the uh, sidekick? Yeah, it says fifty-one right here on Wikipedia. So. It was a, a sequel to Hercules. Yeah, which yeah. Uh, I, I love both those. I would watch back to back the whole freaking hour. Jeez. And these shows, by the way, Preston made it possible for the Lord of the Rings movies to exist. Yeah. I, Steve, you blow me away sometimes because you are so like when it comes to your 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 cinema, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're you're very like rigid and like, yeah, yeah. but then. You watch the worst crap ever. Oh, I watch like, the worst crap movies. You either, you either watch the best crap or the worst crap, and usually nothing in the middle. Like, it's so funny. Well, in this case, though, this series was actually good. Xena was actually a good series, and Hercules was a good series. And they were the first to start to employ um, computer graphics a lot for the effects. I liked it. <laughs> Happy birthday, Lucy Lawless. <laughs> Uh, Marina Sirtis, uh, Sirtis, I guess how you pronounce her last name. She's uh, Deanna Troy. Yes. Of uh, The Next Generation. And if you were a uh, a sci-fi geek, then you were certainly into Counselor Troy. She rocked cleavage on uh, The Enterprise. Yep. It was Be- pretty cool. Beautiful woman. Always yeah. liked her. She's 64. Today, uh, Christopher Lambert, who was in uh, the Highlander movies and uh, The Legend of uh, Tarzan. Greystoke, The Legend of Tarzan. Did you uh, did you enjoy that uh, the Highlander, the first movie? I liked it. I didn't. Uh, it didn't catch me like it did a lot of people. I'm one of those guys who yeah. just went nuts for it. Oh, I did loved, you? I love the original. Yeah. Uh, there can be only one. There can be only one. He's 62 today. Uh, we have uh, Terry Gilliam on the show later on, who was part of uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus and celebrating birthday from that troupe is Eric Idol. Doesn't it all be nice there, to have a penis? There you go. <laughs> Eric Idol with a penis song. Um, he was probably my second favorite amongst that group. Who was your first? Cleese? Uh, Cleese. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Just something about him is just awesome. Uh, but I always loved Eric Idle. I'll tell you why I loved him so much was the whole Ruddles thing. Oh, man. That was funny. Meet the Ruddles. Mm-hmm. And the, the, it was, you know, be, before that started to become the, the thing to do, the mockumentary, uh, they were well ahead of the curve. He, We had him on years ago. We had Eric Idle on the phone, and he said something, and I just go, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. And he just goes, oh, say no more. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was so cool. So he's 76 today. Uh, Jennifer Capriotti, the professional tennis player. She, is she the grunter? No, no that's Monica Sellis. Monica Sellis. But Jennifer Capriotti was the one who, as a teenager, took the sport by storm. And then she got into some drugs and that's some bad it. stuff. Yeah. And she bailed on the whole thing for several years and then made a comeback and did fairly did okay. decent. She did yeah. all right. But she was like the golden child for a little while and then... Kind of threw her career away. Who got the knife in the back at the... Um, that was that Monica Sellers. Yeah, right, there well. we go. Yeah. But oh, Jennifer Capriati is my age, so that was like the big thing is that, uh, you know, the, here is this, this super... And she's like 16. Hot, and she was hot. She was cute, yeah. yeah. Well, she's, uh, well, I mean, you know, then a couple other hotties came <laughs> along and were like, oh, Jennifer who? Uh, but she's, yeah. she's 43. <laughs> Spit on yeah. her. Uh, Elle McPherson. Ah, what was her? She was the body, right? The body, that's yeah. correct. Yeah, supermodel, fifty-five years old today. Aussie, I think. I think she is. Yeah. Uh, yep. So she graced many, many covers uh, through the years. Uh, John Popper, a blues traveler, Jersey guy, uh, is fifty-two years old, and today. yet his brother Tom got into comedy. Tom Popper? Oh, wait, no, no, they're not related. Popper, Papa, at yeah, all. Yeah. 
Uh, but he's uh, he's a nice guy, great uh, musician. And the story is legend. How he had he had his uh, a heart, attack. heart attack. He was nice. pleasuring himself, banking it. He told yeah. us all about it. Uh, in graphic by, yeah. detail. So happy birthday to you, John Popper. And then uh, the last birthday is uh, actor Brendan Gleeson. And you know this guy because he's been in a lot of stuff. In uh, Braveheart, in Gangs of New York, Harry yeah. Potter and the Goblet of Fire. The really big guy with the googly eye, Nick, uh, and the fake leg. Oh, yeah. What's his, What do you remember that character? Uh, Lloyd. No, not Lloyd. Lloyd, <laughs> Lloyd, old Nolan Void. <laughs> he's a professor that, uh, Mooney, Mad-Eye Mooney. That's Mad it, Mad-Eye Mooney, Mooney. not Lloyd. Mad-Eye. Uh, and it's funny because he will, I will see him in stuff and I'm like, I didn't know that was him. He's in a ton of stuff. He's, He's in, in the, lots Doesn't of he play the general in uh, the Tom Cruise Die Repeat? Yes. Yeah. Yes, he, he yeah. does. Yes. And, and he's um, playing it. And I'm like, oh, wait, that's him. Um, what is the name of that movie? Live, repeat, die. Edge of, uh, edge of tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, Edge and of 17. The, the, edge, <laughs> the Edge of 17. And Stevie Nicks did the theme song for that. No, uh, that's a great movie. And they're making a sequel to it. I don't know what the status is on that. Very happy but, about uh, that. Emily Blunt and Tom Cruise in that. But Brendan Gleeson, yeah, he played the, the general. He is uh, 64 years old today. Let's see if we can find an answer to this stupid question. NASA uses specific brand of tortillas for space missions. And what are they? Two one five two six three WMMR to Jason. We go. Hi, Jason. Hey, how are you? Good, Jason. Do you know what specific brand of tortillas they use on space missions? Taco Bell. That's correct. Is that right? Yeah. Taco Bell. More and durable. The reasoning is, is they last so long. Oh my god! So yeah, they use Taco Bell brand tortillas. That's really funny. I had always heard that the Taco Bell tacos were made with the same tiles they used on the outside of shuttles. <laughs> yeah, it's they're, they're heat, uh, yeah, heat absorbing. Super heat so, absorbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I just saw this story yesterday. Um, there's a, a, a website more than the curve.com, and it's all about you know uh, things that happen in, in and around Conjacan. And apparently, there's been an influx of tweets about there being no Taco Bell close to Conshohocken or and, and it's it's pretty funny the one guy says no delivery options to Conshohocken uh, is simply unacceptable fix it Taco Bell wow and then, yeah and then there's a couple how do I work in Conshohocken uh, and there's not a, a Taco Bell within a 20 minute drive that is pretty wild because in, in the in that whole area and there's you have a lot represented no Taco Bell no I'm no trying to think however I'm, yeah. trying to I'm doing a mental check right now to see where the nearest one would be yeah but Dairy Queen though Yes, we do yeah, have yeah, Derek, but King. I just thought it was funny that it was this was an article on this website <laughs> yeah. because people had been tweeting about it. There's a Burger King, there's a McDonald's. Yeah, the Burger King has the weirdest drive-through. By it the way, it does. It's it, like separated. You from can't the very confusing. Yeah. yeah, you think you're in the, you think you're in another lot. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. I agree. Uh, yeah, and then the the, the, the McDonald's is ele- elevated up, yeah. and you, you're, it's like you know you're you're, you're going on tour of Conshohocken. And then right. there's there's a Wendy's down the street. Yeah, okay. I remember there being a similar problem when I was in college. I'm like. God damn it, there's no Taco Bell near here. You had to go to Pottstown. So this pain's been a part of your life for a long time. Yes. You know how much I love Taco Bell. You do, yeah. I think I've wronged my kids. They don't like Taco Bell. And I'm like, really? Because you've taken them probably to good Mexican restaurants. Maybe. Yeah, (laughs) like Taco Bell. Here's the deal. I hated Taco Bell Uh. growing up. And, And then there are one or two menu items that flip the switch. Listen, it's, you know, it's it's not like... It's what McDonald's is to a steakhouse. Yeah. You, Taco Bell is, you know, you go to a Mexican yeah, restaurant. It's, a, it's different, but but it's good. I remember when I was like eighteen or nineteen years old. Taco Bell had a they had a special menu. It was a three price menu, uh, uh, eighty nine seventy nine nine or no, uh, fifty nine yeah. seventy nine ninety nine. They had. 
59 cent <laughs> items on that menu. And here I am scraping pennies together. It, men- it, it was, meant a lot. I went there Dude, all it's the time. Still super affordable. Yeah. Still. Did they still do the like the 20 pack? Of- yeah, you can do all that okay, stuff. Okay, we used to do that. The bitch of it is, you know, if you're hungry enough, you can knock off a 20 pack yourself. <laughs> That's true. All right. Enough, enough of this Taco Bell nonsense. Taco Bell. Concha Hawkins. We got to talk about Nicolas Cage. Uh, he has filed for an annulment. Following his whirlwind marriage to girlfriend Erica Quakey in Las Vegas. Here's uh, I made a mistake. Uh, the 55-year-old submitted an application <laughs> for annulment on Wednesday. Uh, they filed for a marriage license. Uh, they uh, Let me see here. Cage I was the Quakey. victim of love. Uh, on, they, they filed for a marriage license on this past Saturday. Yes. And then received their marriage certificate the same day. And now they file for divorce. Hmm. So an application for annulment. In this progression, Preston, as I was reading the the deal, I was trying to understand. So he he, they did a he was pushing for a a quick license to be issued, and he pulled as many strings as he could to get that done. Mm -hmm. Did they actually get married? I don't know. Because if you simply have a license to get married, that doesn't mean you're married. Why would you have to have that annulled? Yeah, it says they submitted an application for annulment. They must have gone through with this, Steve. Okay. Uh, so a rep of the actor did not immediately respond to People Magazine's request for comment. Cage and Koike, uh have, have kept their relationship. my girlfriend. Uh, their relationship low-key, although they were spotted vacation together last year, last April in Puerto Rico. Uh, they were photographed together again in May of last year while out to dinner in Los Angeles. Uh, Cage has been married three times, by the way. You know the thing is, Preston, whenever you see Nicolas Cage out, <clears throat> he dresses the way you would anticipate Nicolas Cage dressing. Oh, yeah? Super loud jackets, wow. flames on them. There's fit, uh, footage of him walking around, I guess, whatever department, the town hall that handles all the issuing of uh, marriage licenses, and he's... He's yelling, and he's got, like, his leather jacket. It just looks wild. Uh, he married his first wife, uh, Patricia Arquette, in <clears throat> April 1995. They divorced in 2001. He married Lisa Marie Presley in August 2002, but That's filed right. for divorce in November of that year. That was finalized in 2004. His third wife was Alice Kim. Those two married in 2004. They welcomed their son, kal in 2005. And in 2016, they had separated um, so that was his longest run, I guess. January of that year, after 12 years of marriage, Koike was previously married. Uh, he opened up about the end of that marriage in a in their relationship in 2018 interview with The Guardian while promoting his thriller Mandy, saying that it was a shocker for him. Uh, he said, I definitely didn't see that coming, and those feelings had to go somewhere, so they went into that performance. So he he's... Yeah, I guess they've called it quits after that short amount. Uh, Cage also has a 28-year-old son, Weston Coppola, who we've spoken about before. Weston is like the one who looks like guy. yeah, like Marilyn Manson, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So, a quick one for him. Uh, moving on to other relationships news. Uh, Kate Beckinsale, a little confused by all the attention that her romance with uh, Pete Davidson has garnered. The pair have uh, been photographed making out in cars and hockey games or premieres. Well, that's probably why they're getting attention. Yeah. And... Do you think the attention is the age difference or the fact that he's not a good-looking man? Eight, both. Okay. A little bit of both. Okay. Uh, comparatively, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so much so that this has been bothering her that she purged her Instagram account. We talked about this uh, earlier in the week. Uh, in a sit-down with the Los Angeles Times, she discussed their relationship without actually naming him. Uh, Beckinsale said, I'm surprised by the interest. I've never been in this position before, never dated anybody who comes with their own bag of mischief. And it's all quite shocking and something to get used to. If I, uh, I think if you liked the person less, you would bow out of it. 
if that were the main thrust of the relationship, there would be a problem. But it's not, she said. I think she said, I think if you liked the person less, you would. I already just said that. What the hell is she talking about? <laughs> twice. All right, anyhow. But she she does make a point, Preston, that if you like the person less, that it wouldn't be such an issue. Yeah, right? Yeah. Uh, so uh, she has actually gone back to her Instagram account. Ooh. Uh, yeah, Couldn't she, stay away, could you? Yeah, she has uh, posted a picture of herself standing in front of a plant. Uh, and she captioned it, back to business. Also, this is not a plant. It's a painfully attached tail. She also reposted a, a picture of your a kitchen garbage can present. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> well, I can understand why. There was a lot of traction on that last night on uh, Instagram. There's a uh, follow-up post where she talks about uh, dried apricots. Oh. Yeah, oh, is, she's, no. This uh, is breaking news. Nick. Six, six hours ago, Steve. <laughs> she's uh, she's all in now. Yeah. Wait a minute. And the picture of it is her looking very, very glamorous on a couch. It looks like a model shot. She's looking uh, at dried apricots. Is that what it, yeah, really paying I attention? I simply love dried apricots. Says you're really paying attention to have an impromptu debate as to why it's likely a bad idea to eat a whole bag of dried apricots. Her legs are spread wide open. And she's go, farting. right. And yeah. she's farting. <laughs> Apricots uh, make me gassy. <laughs> and she's wearing these stiletto heels, and she has one of her feet on the couch with the heel down. You would never do that, Kathy. Never? <laughs> never. never? No. Uh-uh. Would you ever make a uh, dried apricot fart joke on an Instagram? No, that's not what she's doing. I think it is. Uh, no, so it's not. She's back on Instagram for those who are into <laughs> fart jokes on Instagram. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what yeah. she's doing. She's making a fart joke because she's in that position, and she's talking about the digestive issues of what it would be like to eat dried an entire bag. Huh. Interesting. Kudos to her. Yeah. All right, moving on. The Big Bang Theory is beginning to wind down its epic run. So the stars may be feeling an extra little something for their devoted fans. And Kaylee Cuoco literally cried tears of joy recently when a fan returned her wallet. The 33-year-old posted several videos to her Instagram story recounting the events. Uh, She went to... uh, She says, uh, so... I've had the strangest week. Uh, It's been very up and down, very emotional, to be honest, probably just coming to the end of the show and, I don't know, lots of other things. But a really sweet thing happened to me a few days ago, and I had to share. Uh, She uh, said uh, she had lost her wallet. It was missing. She said I became fully hysterical. It's a traumatic experience when you lose your wallet, especially if you're a celebrity. You you got your ID, credit cards, and all that stuff as well. So she said, I became fully hysterical, and I didn't know where it was, and traced my steps, and I was like, oh, my God, I left it there. It's gone. It's gone. I was crying. I was so upset. So I called the restaurant, and someone had turned it in. And the person who returned it is apparently a fan because inside the wallet was a piece of paper that said Penny on it, the name of her character. You're Kelly. I'm a big bitch. I returned your wallet, and I left you something in the credit card flap. Uh, she said, whoever did that, whoever is out there, thank you. I wish I could have met you. You owe me down! <laughs> I wish I could have met you. I would have given you all the cash in my wallet or whatever was in there. Which could be a lot because I think she's one of the three highest paid women in television, she's right? She's making a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, she said, I really would have given you anything. I was so grateful that there was something so sweet on this earth and honest. And it didn't go unnoticed. And I will never forget that because... Um, that could have been a very bad day for me. So there is good in the world, she said. I really like Kaylee Cuoco. I do, too, She seems man. like she's just like us, Preston. Doesn't she, yeah, though? Right. She just, really does, though. Just like us. Uh, and uh, um, the, the show's wrapping up. I'm, I'm, I've been a fan, so. I think I read that it, it will, when, when it's all done, that it should surpass Cheers. Cheers? In, in 
I, I'm not sure if it's episodes or years or, or seasons or what, but it's it's going to be a groundbreaker as far as interesting as its run. I saw a headline. I didn't huh. read the full story the other day, but it's it's going to break some sort of record. So it's been insanely successful. But that's for uh, for network TV, right? Because Sunny, I think, will be the longest running sitcom yeah. of all time. But yeah. that's, that's uh, FX. <laughs> yeah, it's set like eight episodes a season. Yeah. Barbara Walters launched The View in 1997 and judging for Ramin Setude's forthcoming explosive expose, Ladies Who Punch. We've mentioned this a few times. Uh, She was a bit of a control freak, according to the book. Uh, When she launched the show, she handpicked the panel, which included Joy Behar, Star Jones, Debbie Mentonopoulos, and Meredith Vieira. When Jones left in 2006, she brought on Rosie O'Donnell. But after just a year, O'Donnell was on Walter's bad side, having drawn negative attention from bold-faced viewers like Kelly Ripa and allegedly not getting along with the then-executive producer Bill Getty. You have to take me to Supersave <laughs> tomorrow because I have a sale. She was always, always asking for rides. Uh, per the book. So, Walter... Thank you! Walter's threatened to quit if O'Donnell didn't get the boot. Uh, she had said, if you re-sign Rosie on the show, Bill and I are going to quit. And she told ABC Daytime President Brian Franz in 2007 over dinner at Spago in Beverly Hills. Spago. Yeah. We will have dinner at Spago. That's according to and the... And we will discuss this. That's according to the book. Uh, Rosie did exit and appear briefly in 2014, only after Walters left. Uh, when Barbara stepped down, she thought that the show would be canceled, the book alleges. Uh, Metanopolis recalls saying to Walters, I'm really sad. My mom wants me to tell you, you can't do this. Nobody's going to watch the show after you leave. Who are you? And, uh, Barbara commented by saying, oh, baby, how long can the show go on? It's going to be canceled in a few years. Uh, but even though she stepped back, Walters still tried to run the show. According to the book, she would call the control room and even told the book's author that she didn't like several of the hosts who came after her. (laughs) Yeah, no, she's yeah, it's uh, the show she created. You don't so. have to like everybody. No, there, I guess. No. But uh, the I did like when it first premiered. I did like. I think Meredith Vieira was the most competent driver of the I show. Agree. I agree. She was a journalist. Yeah. Uh, short-lived co-hosts on the View have included Candace Cameron Bure, uh, Jenny McCarthy, Raven Simone, and Sarah Haynes. God, I remember the Raven S- Simone? Uh, yeah. Kathy, we'd sit there, and she would look like the, you know a bridge, uh, the, a, a crew member from the star uh, oh, yeah. from the Enterprise, <laughs> her, like a Klingon and weird jewelry and all this crap. Yeah. So that book is out. By the way, uh, somebody texted in about the the Big Bang Theory to go back. Uh, it's the longest running multi camera sitcom. So that was the qualification. Wow. Under. So yeah, all right. That's a that's a nice uh, feather in their cap. We have multi cameras as well. We do. Yeah. Have they even considered us? No, not once. We haven't been on anything. Long enough. We, we, the... But we crank out a show a day. Yeah. Every day. And we we don't we don't even crack the surface in radio awards. We yeah. have that voice recognition technology. Or... I you know we're all the rage. Words got to get out. <laughs> uh, Kate Middleton visited the Scouts HQ on the outskirts of London Thursday, and while she was there, the mother of three climbed into a den built against a tree with a little girl. Uh, and I guess she was a scout when she was a kid. She said, uh, it's very waterproof in here. That's what she hunched down and told this little girl. She says such wise things. She said, <laughs> "She said it wouldn't be a visit uh, to Gilwell Park without a bit of den building. Absolutely. It wouldn't be a visit to Gilwell Park without a bit of den building. Uh <laughs> What do you think? Why is everyone looking at me? Uh, the scouts had captioned the image is on, this on? on Twitter and added the hashtag skills for life. Uh, Kate was a brownie herself oh, as a okay. girl. Uh, so she should know. She returns back to her scouting. Wait, she's a regal, lovely woman, Preston. Truth. She is. They okay. had, 
Where, uh, brownies there? It's what it says here, so maybe I know it's Girl Euro Scouts. Brownies. I know it's Girl Scouts of America. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know if there's a Girl maybe Scouts. Fish of, and chips. Of uh, Pudding. Spotted dick. <laughs> I was a spotted dick as a six-year-old. <laughs> that would, yeah. you know, be it's kind of an equivalent. <laughs> Please bring the spotted dicks in. It's time yeah. now for the oh, uh, you're such the a little dick. Yes. <laughs> uh, so anyhow, she she made a nice little visit. Uh, Katie Holmes this is a very short story. I have very very little details on this, but Katie, Katie Holmes, Holmes go by. <laughs> and no, Jamie Fox were spotted on a romantic walk in Central Park. Ooh, yeah. More on this as it develops. Yes. And that's all. That's all. <laughs> That's pretty much said they were walking side by side as almost, if on purpose, their hands firmly clenched. But not so much that you can see the skin starting to tear. Uh, uh, that's pretty much all there so, is. So well, what that means is there, there were rumors that they had broken up. Yeah, and they... And now they, it appears they're back together. There have been rumors of their relationship since 2013, but there's never been full-on concrete evidence of a real relationship other than these... Occasional spottings, but I mean, it's it seems pretty obvious now. I don't know why they keep it so quiet. I don't know. I mean, uh, you know, but uh, I know Kate's not a fan of spotting. Yeah, a spotting. Oh, a spot. A spot. Yeah, like you're saying like like this. Oh, things. okay. I thought you meant like menstrually. Uh, yeah, menstrually. But they. Uh, oh my god. To, she, but, but what woman is a fan yeah. of spotting? <laughs> no so one is. I think that's a true statement. Absolutely. Yeah, right. uh, this just in: Katie right. Holmes not a fan of spotting. It's just saying Katie Holmes seen walking with Jamie Foxx in the park. Yeah. Wearing winter clothing. And spotting. We now go to Jim Englishevsky outside the Pentagon. Uh, so I have a story of Colton Haynes. I know Colton Haynes. Yeah, he was on Teen Wolf. A- oh. An arrow. Uh, an arrow. Uh, he's opening up about his newfound sobriety. Uh, he said in 10 years there were maybe 25 days I didn't drink. Wow. Wow. He said, I remember when I started, it was a couple of glasses of wine, and it regressed into really dark times. Uh, when he came out as gay in 2016, he said it spiraled out of control. Uh, then his mother died, and he announced his divorce from his husband, Jeff Leatham. He said, I got married, and that didn't work out. That was extremely public and heartbreaking. And right when that was going on, my mom died. At that point, it fell apart. My brain broke. I was doing a massive comedy for a studio, showed up to work, and got fired on the first day. He said they they said I looked as if I had dead in my eyes and I did. This guy is so good looking. It's like he's one of these um, uh, guys who's like, what I could do with that. Did he? Is he the the lead character? Is he Arrow? On no, the no, show? no. Okay. He he was he was a sidekick for a bit, okay. and then he left the series. Uh, and then he had he had a very high profile proposal. I don't know if you remember his. Uh, boyfriend at the time, husband, now ex-husband, set off this huge fireworks display on the beach. Yeah. Do you remember that? No. Okay. Okay. When uh, Henry Cavill's uh, name was coming up as Superman and he might be leaving the franchise and now we still don't really even know what's going on. Anyway, they were tossing Colton Haynes' name around as a possible replacement huh. for uh, for Superman in the DC universe. Got it. Uh, but he said that uh, he hit rock bottom after a seven-day bender and now that he has recovered, he said that he is ready to speak out and end the stigma of addiction. Do you know what he He's says? Turned well. it around for him and got his mind straight. He saw a picture of Jamie Foxx. Yeah? Yeah. And, uh, with with uh, Kate, uh, whatever. Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes. <laughs> Together. And, and that it did just it. showed them the potential for love out the there. The healing power. The healing power of love. Amazing. Seth Rogen had, uh, has an exciting new project, and it's not even remotely film-related. Uh, the comedian writer has announced the launch of Houseplant, a Canadian cannabis company that he has been working on for five years. And 
Makes total sense. Uh, of course, if you, honestly, you want to talk about having your product curated by an expert? Yeah. There you go. Uh, he announced the post on social media, writing, "I've been working hard on House Plant for five years. I can't believe we're actually launching. What a time!" I wonder uh, how much. I mean, there's so many celebrities actually that have been attempting to, and in fact, going in on mm-hmm. these things. There's, it's like a gold rush. Yep, yep. And it's tough to get in. I, I, I tried. We, yeah. we, we tried. Sure, in, why not? In, Investment-wise. Yeah. And it depends on what you're trying to get in on. But, uh, yeah, it's it's cash crop. Uh, the website for Houseplant describes the business thusly. Uh, it says, we have a moral obligation to build an industry that commits to changing the injustices that continue to exist. We are committed to working closely with other industry leaders Legal teams, politicians, and nonprofits to help those negatively impacted or convicted by minor non-harmful cannabis acts. You know who's playing it smartly? Preston Tom Sizemore. He's made large investments in heroin. Wow. <laughs> uh, three strains of cannabis are available. They have the Sativa, Indica, and Hybrid listed on their website. Uh, Sativa will be available in early April in British Columbia. Let's see here. I got a few other things. Oh, you know what? There's a, a piece of audio to play with this. Um... There is a school, where is this, in New Jersey, that has decided to do Alien the Play. They, they did it. A full-length adaptation, yeah, a full-length yeah. adaptation of Ridley Scott's Alien, helmed by Perfecto Cuervo, an English teacher at North Bergen High School, alongside his student players. Uh, the elaborate production, built out of local materials, many of which were donated to the school, manages to nail the creepy found future aesthetic of the original alien film down to a goofy but still kind of menacing xenomorph and they even created a trailer they produced a trailer for it entertainment great. entertainment weekly had reached out to some of the people involved and painted a great picture of the whole production which uh, went viral this past weekend after mythbusters alum adam savage found and tweeted about how cool it looked uh so and now uh, sigourney weaver has found out about it, and she made a little video uh, congratulating them. So here's a clip from that video. Hey, guys. I saw a bit of your production of Alien, and I just want to say it looked incredible. You put so much heart and soul into that, and the Alien, I must say, looked very uh, real to me. (laughs) Um, And I just wanted to send our compliments, uh, not only from me, but from James Cameron. We all say bravo. You know, the alien might still be around. So when you're opening your locker, just do it very slowly. Nice. Uh, yeah, The uh, it has ended its run, but uh, you never know. After all this attention, they might get an encore performance of that. I mean, they do everything, Preston, from the original, the egg opening up and, and the facehugger glomming onto the right. guy. They did the um, the uh, blowing the alien out in the through the airlock. Uh, you know, all that stuff. And they really did a pretty solid job. Yeah. Uh, so that's North Bergen High School, by the way. So pretty cool. Uh, one other quick thing. Uh, HBO has announced a new feature-length documentary called Game of Thrones, The Last Watch. It's set to air on May 26th, a week after the series finale. Wow. Oh. Uh, Jeannie Finlay the, will helm the two-hour behind-the-scenes look at the making of the final season. Why don't they air that now? Uh, and April 14th is when they... Because there are supposed <laughs> yeah, to be some yeah. spoilers, I would imagine. <laughs> so the final season bows on April 14th. Uh, ooh, uh, some I... movies uh, opening this week. And actually, there's only one movie opening up this uh-huh. weekend. But we try to spotlight... New films for you in a fairly new segment. Uh, and let's see what's up in Hollywood and at the movie theaters this weekend. 
opening this weekend is Dumbo. It's a family film. Tim Burton directed it. Stars Colin Farrell, Danny DeVito, Michael uh, Keaton, Eva Green, uh, Deb, uh, Debbia. What is this? Yeah, Debbia Dobia Heria. Diobia. Opare, I don't know who that is. Did he play one of the Oompa Loompas? And Alan Arkin. It's spelled D-E-O-B-I-A. Diobia? I'm not sure how I you think, I that. think he might, yeah, he might He might have been in guy? Big Fish. I think he's a, a little person. Okay. I'm no, probably I completely I, wrong. I know who you're thinking of, Steve. That's not who this is, though. Okay, so you know the, the yeah, guy. But yeah, but that, that would be a logical guess because he's in Burton movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this guy is an actor from London, England, and uh, I don't know who he plays in Dumbo, though. He was in Doom and uh, Scroll Back Down. He's in the Orville. Oh! Uh, so, Moulin Rouge and Dread. So, anyhow, he's in it, too. Uh, the owner of a circus asks a man and his children to care for a baby elephant named Dumbo who can fly. Uh, it's rated PG. It is an hour and 52 minutes long and uh, right now has a Rotten Tomato score of 55%. Oh, so, man. You know, Listen, that it doesn't, doesn't mean everything. Uh, I, yeah, I you remember like the, Don't be- go by that. the Beauty and the Beast uh, movie, the, the, the remake, did, you know, did moderately okay uh, Rotten Tomatoes wise. I love it. The guy you were thinking of, Steve, Nick, pulled it up here. His name is Deep Roy. Deep Roy. Yeah, and he was in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, and uh, he's been in a few things, yeah. you know, Big Fish and so on. So, yeah, he played the Oompa Loompa. Yeah. The, they, that just... they multiplied several times. All right, um, let's do clips. Uh, God Friended Me follows an atheist as his life is turned upside down when God asks him as a friend on Facebook. In this clip, Brandon Michael Hall talks about how this character challenges his spirituality. Here we go. We grew up the same. Quoting Bibles, we read all the scriptures, stayed in church, all that good stuff. But where his change comes into play is that his mother dies in a car accident after getting a clearance that she had survived cancer. And so he says that the reason why he doesn't believe is because he doesn't want to be governed by someone who can have that cruelness of a joke. As a spiritual person, I never have been to that place. And I feel like this role came at a time where it was time for me to build my own relationship with my spirituality. I don't, I don't, wanna, I don't think I want to see it. Uh, God, friend of me here Sunday at 8 o'clock. That's on CBS, by yeah, the way, yeah. so you'll be able to see that. Let's do the next clip. And this is from the movie Dumbo. And uh, the old story, the young flying elephant as he attempts to save a circus and uncovers its dark secrets. In this clip, Danny DeVito talks about how Tim Burton modernizes the story. To give this these great themes, the way this movie was constructed in the 40s, and you give that to Tim Burton, who's an artist, who's going to, like, you know, handle it with an amazing flair, and it's going to be wonderful, exponentially more and more artistic, and deal with the themes and preserve those themes, but just blow it out into the stratosphere. I like big balls. <laughs> I read something the other day about uh, Dumbo, the original animated film. <clears throat> yes. That at... It was the only film made, animated film from uh, Disney, that took place in the current time frame, meaning that it was it was current to the time when it was released. It was a oh, contemporary really? film. It was a contemporary film, exactly. Interesting. Yeah, I so. guess, so, you know, obviously to us, who's ever, we've seen it, it appeared to be a period piece because yeah. it's been from decades so ago. Old, yeah. When it came out, it was contemporary. Uh, Dumbo opens today, by the way, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, there you go. That's what I got for you. Entertainment Report this morning. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We have Daily Rush Madness, which continues. I'll get to the next matchups in a little bit. Uh, Terry Gilliam is going to be joining us. Uh, but we have a screening I want to give away some movie passes for. It's for Shazam. It's on Monday. It'll be at the UA Riverview right there on Columbus Boulevard. The IMAX screen. Yes. We'll take five callers now, 215-263-WMMR, and we'll put you in the seats for that. By the way, Shazam opens nationwide Friday, April 5th. We'll be back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. 
WMMR. Online, on demand, and on the air. Including our digital HD signal. The best sounding MMR there is. WMMR HD and HD2. The MM Archives channel. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush we got ourselves another matchup, and uh, before I reveal what it is, I would like to uh, read this email that I got, which is a nice perspective. It's from a guy named Bill Meekum. Uh, it says, hey, dear PNS show, I am loving the Daily Rush Madness. Not that I need a reminder of how much I love your show, but this bracket make uh, makes me appreciate you guys even more. I don't know whose idea this was, but it is brilliant. And this is what he points out. He says, it's great to see... The various superhero slash logo shirts, <laughs> all the different hats that Nick and Casey wear, and the various lipstick shades at Kathy's yeah, Sports. Yeah, I saw that. I liked that. Uh, it's also great to see you guys all laugh, to actually see you laugh. So that's from uh, Bill. Thank you, Bill. We appreciate it. So we had our, our winning matchups yesterday. We're now on to round two. All these videos have made it on to the second round. Uh, so the matchups get even more intense. So I know, yeah. This is now the 7 o'clock hour in the Anyway region. We have Kathy's Teacher versus Donkey Pupe. Oh, I love it. All right, so wow. you're going to need to vote on these, and we'll play a quick clip of each one to remind that, you what they're all about. Nope. Hang on. Uh, they're, they're not sent over just yet. All right. I can maybe try and find them somewhere else, though. All right, well, what you can do while we're waiting for those to uh, come across are go to WMMR.com, and if you click on the Daily Rush Madness banner, uh, you will then be taken to where all the videos are that are in our matchups today. You can vote on them. You can watch them again if you want to, just to remind you. Uh, and while you're there, you can enter to win our punch, excuse me, Punchline Philly Grand Prize. That's a pair of tickets to every Punchline show for the rest of the year. Uh, one entry per person per day must be at least 21 years of age to enter. We now have the clip. So here's Kathy's teacher. Quick clip of that. I mean, I know that we had them. I remember filing into the gymnasium for something, but I don't. I don't ever remember. Wouldn't you anything. usually leave with the teacher you were dating? Stop. <laughs> Steve. Listen, baby, this is a real snoozer. Let's go out for some drinks. <laughs> drinks. Uh, and that is going up against Donkey Pupe. Uh, and here is a quick clip of that. And then they use the fertilizer from the, the mules. Donkey Pupe. <laughs> donkey Pupe. 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 <laughs> it's a Donkey Pupe. <laughs> that donkey puked all over my lawn. It's Good Morning Stockholm. Uh, so every now and then a flub makes it in there. Uh, so those videos uh, are up. Uh, make sure that you go and vote for them. You can vote for all of the ones for today now, but we're just rolling them out Which uh, one? every hour. Which one caught you the most uh, by surprise? Biggest upset in your eyes so far? Uh, that's a good question because I've forgotten what, who all they yeah. faced. There's so the many, game. yeah. Uh, but there's there's been a couple of upsets. By the way, yesterday, if you missed uh, the winners, uh, David Blaine tortures Stephen Hawking lost to uh, Severus Snape, Mother Trucker. That blew me away. Uh, the Pennsylvania New State song beat out Bill Weston's Halloween costume. <laughs> Bill Weston says the darndest thing beat Hey Lauer. Uh, Bill Cosby's original Blinded by the Light beat Roger Ailes wants to fart <laughs> in your face. Uh, Frank Rizzo's Crumb Creep Brulee beat Gloria Stefan and the Philadelphia Noise Machine. Uh, Preston can't pronounce megachurch, uh, was beat by Russian jokes. I love that one. And uh, the warrant hotline beat out, you just made a mess in my mouth. Um, uh, so I'm not sure which one. All pretty are. linear, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I would have called yeah. all those. 
Yeah. Uh, last year there was a uh, there was a Delco Town um, March Madness thing that I totally got into and I voted every single yeah. round. And then this year Fox on uh, NFL and Fox is doing a um, best football fan base and like right now like the Eagles are losing to Cleveland and I'm like I'm totally into this. I, like I you get love, suckered in and I'm into this daily yeah. rush madness big time. More than I thought I would be. Something you never think you'd get that worked up about. But then as you start to see the yeah. competitions play along and you get closer, we're in round two now. Yeah. Uh, you can start to see trends forming. Yeah. So get on board. Help us out. Uh, yeah. Place your vote. And uh, we'll have uh, winners in uh, in short amount of time. Um, so there was an interesting story. Steve forwarded this to me uh, last week. We didn't sh- get a chance to get to it. But um, if you're in prison, one of the... Uh, things you have to figure out are the economics of uh, of prison life. Their own economy. Yeah, they are, exactly. And a big part of that is tobacco. Long time that uh, it's functioned as, you know, legal tender of sorts. Mm-hmm. Um, settling gambling debts. Uh, there's all kinds of things. And they have now, according to this, uh, this article, in Pennsylvania state prisons, um, tobacco products are, as of July 1st, are going to be banned altogether. So there's so here's the deal, and I was trying to figure this out. They're not going to let prisoners smoke at all, or they're just simply not going to have the ability to purchase. I didn't even know smoke. you could. Per- I, I, to tell you the truth, I always thought it was illegal, which I think sucks. You know, like there's like they don't they don't sell packs of cigarettes in their in the commissary. So, I don't know. I know this sounds stupid, but I've never been. You know, obviously, Preston, we 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 did very light time both you and very I. Light. We did mostly chain gang stuff, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. the um. Do some prisons have a, um, you know, a little, uh, a little perch, a store, for lack of a better term? Well, yeah, they, I mean, they yeah. they have a commissary where you can get all your stuff to make your chi chi, yep, right. and like mm-hmm. your um, your toiletries and stuff like that. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that cigarettes. were I part just of assumed, that. yeah, I just assumed that the cigarettes were there because. Well, I feel like they all smoke. <laughs> yeah, well, we, got, we got we got plenty of ex cons that do call in from know. time to time. Yeah, so if you if you want to let us know, if you want to let us know if, if smoking was not just allowed, but could you actually purchase tobacco products yeah. or not? I'm curious about that. But apparently, according to the Department of Corrections, uh, they announced last week that July 1st tobacco products will be banned <sighs> in all state prisons. Vaping will still be okay, though. Vaping's okay, so maybe that becomes the new currency. Because it's not, I guess, of a secondhand nature like cigarettes right. is or as much. What? I, I, I don't know how it... I'll tell you what it will do. I don't know. It's just my guess. Preston, you're in a cell and you're vaping up a storm. You can start whittling through the wall in the cloud that you're creating. You know, (laughs) forget the Rita Hayworth poster. Yeah. The Department of Correction says it's a move toward a healthier future. Last year, inmates spent eight million dollars on tobacco products. Okay. So I'm guessing you can buy. Yes. No, it seems that way. Uh, In 2017, cancers of the lung and larynx, uh, chronic pulmonary obstruction, and uh, heart disease. Accounted for at least one third of deaths in Pennsylvania state prisons. Holy, so we're looking at a picture here. It says Stark County Jail. That's where Tony Stark uh, went to jail, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. there's a whole bunch of uh, 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 like shells of crackers, candies and yeah. stuff. It looks like they have a lot of stuff for sale. Yeah, but I don't, I don't see any cigarettes there. No. Uh, so even though smoking is here, here's here's a, a statement. Says even though smoking is not permitted in cells, someone being housed with a smoker, they're definitely going to benefit from tobacco free. Uh, said the executive director, Secretary Shirley Moore Smeal. Wouldn't that suck if you're in prison and the and the cell you're sharing with a, a convicted murderer, and then he starts to smoke? <laughs> 
It just ruined the whole thing, ruined yeah. the whole experience. I'm going to go to Brian, has been locked up before. Hey, Brian, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Get Brian. Zooks. Get Zooks, my man. All right, so how long were you, uh, were you locked up? 18 months. 18 months. Now, our main question is, could you purchase cigarettes through the prison while you were there? Yes, on commissary, they'd have, like, you could buy either packs of cigarettes, which were a, a lot more expensive, or you could buy, like, bags of tobacco and roll your own cigarettes, which most, you know... Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah, you, you, you would figure that they were going to be as expensive as they could make it because you really can't comparison shop. You have one yeah. option. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so, Brian, uh, so could you smoke in your cell? Uh, you... Could it, like, it depended on, you know, which guards were, were working that okay. day. On a technical level, you uh, I mean, by the letter, yeah. you weren't allowed to do it, but you could get away with if it. If the RA found out, he'd be furious. <laughs> <laughs> most people would, I guess, smoke in the yard or wherever common yeah. area was? Yeah, yeah. Most, you know, when you got to go out the yard, because they have a yard all year long, like, there could be, like, you know, snow on the ground, and they'd still let you out in the yard. So. Yeah. Okay. So okay. Mo- most most of the smoking would occur there, correct? Correct. Yeah, so, right. Brian, it says here on our screen that you think the, there'll be a bit of an issue with the inmates uh, when this oh, happens. Oh, yeah. They'll definitely, uh, you know, probably insinuate some riots. <laughs> yeah. There's not much wow. that you have to look forward to right. while exactly. you're in prison. So the little things are, are big yeah. things uh, in, yes. in when you're behind the walls. Yes. Yeah. So I would imagine you're a convict, cigarettes, and the Real Housewives program, uh, right? <laughs> hey, <laughs> Brian, are you a smoker? Uh, currently, no. Okay, but when you were when you were in when you were incarcerated, you were a cigarette smoker. Yes. And it kind of helps pass the time, I guess, right? Oh yeah. Well, not only that, it's it's you know you know you're sitting at the table playing pinochle and, and you want to have a cigarette. Mm-hmm. Well, what about playing? What about using cigarettes as currency? Okay, was was it the, was it the number one item for trade in prison? Well, that and coffee. That and coffee. No really? kidding. Yeah, uh, you you get like a probably about two tablespoons of coffee for like a couple soups. All right, yeah. so so get it, this is interesting. So the conversion rate of uh, two tablespoons of coffee would equal a couple of cans of soup. Not cans of soup, the ramen noodles. Oh, all right, all right. Were you in a state prison? Yes. Okay, and that's where they're going to be banning this stuff. All right, thanks, Brian. We got a bunch of other calls coming in. Appreciate it, man. I wonder where they purchase their furniture. Uh, no, you don't have to. Well, oh, they, they, they provide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but they can purchase TVs and like guitars, really, and, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. What's the purpose of prison? If you, I think, if you're in for, that's why I asked him if he was in a state prison because I think if you're there for longer, they give you the option to have a TV in your cell or a guitar, maybe to pass I the guess time, some books, a guitar. Ass- well, I would assume that also depends on whether it's a privilege or not, depending on your behavior, because that's stuff they can take away from you. you yeah, privilege. Privilege. Prisoners, some of you will be privileged and some of you will not. Some of you will have guitars and some of you will have TV. I, I have other calls from from people who have been locked up for I'm going to go to those in a second. But also what I'd like to hear on top of this is what you barter with in your job. Because I worked uh, I worked a couple of pizza jobs. Oh, you could. Oh, that's pizza, currency. Pizza is like money. So uh, I a buddy of mine worked at a burger joint across the way, uh, across the parking lot. And he would come by, and I'd swap out a pizza for burgers, 
and we would we would trade that way. Well, would that, would that make oil stains in your wallet though? No, you don't put them in your wallet. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, but, and if you're working there, you don't want the pizza. I've again. had enough. Of yeah, it. I'm exactly. sick of it. Exactly. And, like he didn't want the burger, so yeah. swap it so out. Yeah, no problem. That's, a good idea. That, that's it. That's 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 how it works. And it's in, ra- awesome. in radio for the longest time, uh, free commercials. No t-shirts. <laughs> Uh, and uh, and CDs, which aren't the thing anymore because you really don't right. need physical yeah. music anymore. But uh, CDs and T-shirts you could trade for all kinds of Track. things. That's yeah. exactly mm-hmm. what I was going to say. I worked yeah. on the ground crew at MMR. I did MMR me stuff. And T-shirts would get you meals. Yeah. At any time we would do events at, at places, T-shirts were a uh, hot commodity. Yeah. I'm going to go real quick, and we'll take those calls, what you uh, can trade uh, through your job. Because I've also... Uh, you know, get delivery guys who who deliver, you know, like on a hers truck or something like that. They swap out, you know, they and have they? extras. They have yeah. a little extra leeway. Well, they, and they'll swap that out for stuff. I think Ooh. those guys buy that stuff. Do they? No yeah, kidding. yeah. Okay. So when you, you, you like buy a hers route, like route, okay. however you want to say it, route, route. Route. Uh, route. So like if you're a you're a tasty cake guy. Yeah. You, I'm um, a tasty cake guy. <laughs> Hey, what can I say? <laughs> so they they purchase what they're distributing. Yeah, to your understanding, I don't think so. <laughs> well, maybe. don't quote me on that. No. Here's a text says I worked for Rita Rita's Water Ice, and we would barter with Philly Pretzel Factory all the time. <laughs> of course, that's perfect. <laughs> yes, that's because right. a lot of times, if if you're as you, as you said, you work in a place that makes a particular kind of food, you're sick of it. But the guy who works at the other place is sick of that food, so you do a little trade. I'm going to go a couple of calls real quick about prison. Uh, I'm going to go to Patrick, who did some time. Hi, Patrick, you on the air? Hey, how you doing? Good, buddy. All right, so what's your take on uh, cigarettes uh, behind the walls? It's everything for most guys. It, uh, it, it's strange because it is a currency, and, mm-hmm. and like the other guy said, coffee is also a big currency. But they've been doing this for years. Like when they would build a new institution, they would make it like Chester was a non-smoking. They had certain facilities that were non-smoking, mm-hmm. and if you were – being told you were being sent there or that you might go there to do your time, that was like going to hell. Mm. So not nowhere on the on the prison grounds could you smoke? Well, it used to be years ago anywhere, and that's what they started doing. Uh, when I was in, they started phasing out where you couldn't smoke inside. So if you were in your cell or on the block, you couldn't smoke. You could only smoke outdoors if you were walking to a place or if you were out in the prison yard. And they didn't enforce it, so guys smoked everywhere, you know. But it, it got to be where they started to enforce it. Right when I left, they were getting harder with it, where if you got caught smoking in your cell, that would be, you know, a disciplinary action, a write-up or, you yeah. know, yeah, let me ask you could do. Let me ask yeah. you, Patrick. So outside of cigarettes and coffee, what was, like, third or fourth in the list of of barterable currency? Anything that was sweet. Like Swiss rolls, uh, boxes of the wow. oatmeal pies. Anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at, at a list here, uh, Patrick. A guy, a prisoner who was a part of this article said that uh, inmates would trade for Little Debbie honey buns. Yeah, was a big one. And, Listen, I want a Little Debbie honey bun. And uh, ramen packets had become one of the preferred uh, denominations as well. And that's what happens is, and and, and, I, and I've seen it is where like they're going to take away the cigarettes. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Something else will become the trademark sure. currency. Well, you know? I don't. I don't think they're trying to stop that. I think this is the smoking, right? The, yeah. the, the health Part issue, it, right? You know, so they've been trying to do it for years because you know it's you know obviously it's health issues, but they they started trying to phase it out, like I was saying. But they also started doing like uh, healthier meals where sure. they use salt, and so they're really just trying to help everybody's health. 
in the long run. And I, I get that, but as you said, Preston, you look for those little things in life. But could you imagine being shivved to death over a Swiss roll? It right. could happen. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Pat. Appreciate it, man. I was going to ask him if he agreed with the last guy about I'm sorry, being Case. a prison riot. Well, I wanted to go to this other call real quick because there are other things that you can barter. Uh, Scott worked in the laundry department in prison. Hey, Scott, good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, so I read... Believe it or not, that clean laundry, clean underwear was kind of a big deal in prison. Is that the case, Scott? Oh, yeah, most definitely. They only do your laundry once every week or two weeks, so you got to have dirty clothes. If you don't have a lot of clothes, you got to do laundry in your cell every day. Well, then you're going to be stinky. (laughs) Absolutely. And they they only change your blankets and linens every, you know, two, three weeks. Okay. So um, I would charge people a dollar. For their laundry, and um, I do 20, 30 bags of laundry a day. It's 20, 30 bucks a day. I never had to have family put money on my books because I always had money in there. Wow. And so you could you could wield that. Were you doing that? Did guards know you were doing it, or was there a way you, you snuck yeah, around? So, oh, go ahead. So the guards, didn't even, it didn't even matter to the guards. Like, wow. my job was to do the laundry. They didn't know whose laundry I was doing. Okay. Or... Well, also, man, anything that's going to help improve the smell of the place, I'm sure yeah. they're down with. Absolutely, and yeah. I could tell them what I wanted to do their laundry. If I had two, three hundred soups, I don't want no more soups. I only want cigarettes, or I only want weed, or I only want coffee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they would have to go and trade their items to get what I wanted to get their laundry done, and especially if they had a visit coming up. Hey, they look for their visit. That's true, too. Yeah, so it, I didn't think about that. He wow. just said weed, though. I wonder how how easy was it to get pot in prison? It's easier and quicker than getting it on the street because you ain't got to go nowhere. <laughs> You don't have to meet anybody anywhere. That's hey, crazy. Scott, what do you think about uh, Casey's question and, and the, the guy who called earlier and said that uh, he thinks there'll be riots over uh, the banning of smoking in prisons? And the, like, Trenton State, like, the more serious prisons with the older people that are doing life sentences, absolutely. Okay. The younger prisons, the younger prisons and guys are going to get whatever they want anyway, but... Okay. Uh, the older guys that got life sentences, you can't take that from them. These guys have got to go. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Scott. Appreciate it, man. Wow. Okay. Uh, let me get a couple of uh, trading, you know, bartering uh, calls here outside of prison, mind you. Uh, I will go to, uh, let me go to Jen. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Jen. So you've uh, you've done the bartering thing in work before? Oh, absolutely. So when I was in um, college, I worked at Friendly's. And directly across the street, Casey was Taco Bell. Oh. <laughs> oh my God! Like we would go back and forth, ice cream for tacos. We would get like this, you know, those like cinnamon crunchy desserts. Uh-huh. Oh yes, like the like the uh, churros, right? Yeah. Yes. Throw them in a frenzy with vanilla ice cream, and holy crap! Uh-huh. So what oh, was what oh, was we would, like do like ice cream tacos and everything? It was so much fun. What was the most popular item you traded out over to Taco Bell? We oh my god the frenzy so like the I guess the equivalent of a Dairy Queen Blizzard okay yeah we would do those all the time okay. and of course the peanut butter cup Sundays <laughs> nice yeah. you got to know it's gonna move thanks Jen I appreciate it no uh, problem here's a text says uh, I'm in liquor sales I barter my samples for full case sales floor displays window signs and other things like that so for, he, he plies that for placement for advertising yeah. and so forth yeah uh, let's go next to Alyssa hi Alyssa. Good morning, guys. Hey, good morning. So what was your bartering that you would do? So I used to work in, in high school, and, like, my college summer job was Rita's Water Ice. Uh-huh. And we would trade next door with our with our hoagie shop. So, like, 
it would depend on what they wanted. So, like, if they wanted, like, a milkshake or, like, a blendini, like, some of, like, our higher prices. A blendini, uh, blendini. <laughs> like, our fancy goods, right? We would have to get, like, at least a cheesesteak, like, bare minimum. Okay, oh. so you, you, and did everyone understand the conversion? Like, for example, you, if you had an employee come in after you and undersell you. Yeah. Then he could that he or she could screw up the whole plan, right? Oh my god, yeah! Like if they're like like yo, let me let me get a black and white milkshake. I'm like, okay, like what can I get? And they're like, I don't know. You want some cheese fries? I'm like, no, no, no. We got to do like yeah, yeah, yeah. got to do better. Keep, keep talking. Keep talking. Don't, don't yeah, insult yeah, yeah, yeah. me here. Don't insult me. Yeah. <laughs> you insult my intelligence, <laughs> <laughs> but don't tell me yeah. that a blizzardy what what was it? A blendini. A blendini. That's even got an Italian sound to it. Yeah, is worth a taco. Uh-huh. <laughs> It insults your intelligence. It insults my intelligence. <laughs> Where your children play with their toys. Where my children eat their enchiladas. <laughs> In my house! Where we make tacos! And churros. And churros. Wow. Was there ever any uh, bartering for, you know, sex... Type things in your house. Sex. Yes, my mother would always barter with me <laughs> for her dinner. I'm talking with your wife. Disgusting. I'm talking about God. with your wife. Oh, oh. Mm, uh, I never no. had that agreement. Why? Mom, you I hate you, Dildo. No. no, but I totally think uh, you know mowing the lawn is worth a blowsh. I don't blowsh. Uh, okay, all right. I, I it's where America shops for hardware. <laughs> blowsh. Lowe's. I meant to say Lowe's. <laughs> Buddy of mine used to get things like that. I think before the children came along. From, from who? From your family? No, from his wife. Oh. Like, they, used to do, they used to bet and, and barter sex things all the time. I okay. think nothing makes it more romantic than to know that you're getting that Hummer from uh, just <laughs> simply from mowing the lawn. Mm-hmm. Bloge. Uh, I'm so, so get, continental. I'm gonna get, it does, doesn't it? Like, uh, it's table for two. They're both having bloges. Yes. Uh, let me go to uh, Dave. Hi, Dave. You're on the air. Good morning. What? 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 Uh, Dave, I could barely hear it. Oh, I wanted to hear it. Do it again. Do it again. I said, are those reindeer I hear on my roof? (laughs) (laughs) You ruined it. You ruined it. Oh, from the Sloan guy. That was good. Yeah, very good. Wig it out. I love it. All right. What's up, Dave? What do you you barter? Auto parts. Auto Auto parts. parts. Now, what do you barter for? Well... I was telling you, your screener, that, that there's a deli uh, right down the street from the shop that we have. And when the guy needs oil for an oil change or brakes for his car, we swap it out for lunch. What do you get for a distributor cap? <laughs> I don't know. Cordon Bleu. <laughs> so so you, will, you will trade out actual parts or just services? Yeah, I, no, no. No service, just parts. No kidding. I love yeah. that. Right. I, I, that. That's that's how it's yeah. done. All right. Thanks, man. I Free market it. economy. There you go. I worked at a pizza joint and our... You got blowjes? <laughs> no, I didn't get blowjes. <laughs> got a bloge from the trash guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I made sure I separated. No, no actually, our uh, the, the, the trash company had made a deal with the manager that they weren't going to charge them for trash removal services if we just gave them a large pizza every day. Wow. One large pizza every day, which is nothing for a pizza No, shop. no, no. Uh, got free trash service. I don't know how that dude justified that, but he did. Do you know what I used to actually, um, years and years and years ago, it was my first job, Dunkin' Donuts. You all know the story. I'm a yeah, legend in the company. Porter. Yeah, I was a porter. Yeah. I held, When the train would leave the station, I was responsible for it. No, but the... Uh, 
the donuts they they got rid of them all after like four or five hours. They were they were considered not fresh, and and so I would use that as currency okay. in the neighborhood just for sure. all sorts of things. Makes total sense. That's how I got my first blows, Preston. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank let you, me, Krispy Kreme. Let me go to Tom. Tom, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Tom? Tell us your hey. your bartering skills. Yeah, well, when I was growing up, my father worked for Tasty Cake, and you could barter with Tasty Cakes for just about anything. I that is like cards at school. And that's like printing your own money at home. That's right. Wow. No, I, honestly, and and it's it's portable. It's 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 uh, quickly transported. My wife, uh, her one of her friends in school, her father owned a Carvel ice cream. Oh, oh, wow. So. That, you didn't need money currency. She ruled the roost. Tom, what all did you (laughs) trade for? I used to trade for, you know, trading cards, baseball cards, things like that, Um, you know, packs of gums, whatever. And, you know, and the the best thing is that, you know, they would, when they would bring the Tasty Cakes home, I say the last day before they were stale, my father would have them, he'd take them back to the, uh, you know, to, to the dump to drop them off the next day. But before then, it's still fair game. So even stale tasty cakes were good currency. Yeah. And by the way, the, the standards for what is Thanks. stale, like with Dunkin' Donuts, they were nowhere near stale. But no. they just, they wanted to have a, uh, you know, a buffer. Yeah, for quality control. For quality control. You, you can't uh, be putting out an inferior product. Uh, let's go to uh, Josh. Hey, Josh, good morning. Hey, good morning. You guys rock. Thank you, Josh. So what uh, what was your currency? Not unlike the cigarettes in prison. Oh, man, uh, a little tastier than that. A uh, pretty popular little coffee joint. Uh, it's very popular, actually. Coffee joint? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was No, no, he's I saying worked. he worked at a coffee joint. Oh, I'm sorry. He's not <laughs> yeah. telling rolled up you know, like, coffee grounds. coffee? <laughs> Go ahead. So you that worked at a very, very popular actually. coffee joint, and what would you trade out? Uh, so, I mean, it, mainly it was the Italian place. It was real another real popular little wood-fired Italian spot, uh, uh-huh. but it was pretty much any restaurant. In the plaza, we would trade with any of the servers, any of the food we wanted. All we had to do was say, hey, you want a coffee? Yeah, I would imagine that at a certain level, coffee is much more universal than yeah. specialty ethnic food. Hey, John. Uh, we were pretty much the kings of the plaza. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the now, were, plaza. were your managers down with that? Uh, so I was technically one of the managers. And so obviously this never happened when the higher up manager was uh, All around. right, right. Okay. So we made it work. We definitely made it work for sure. And uh, usually we just used our employee beverages, so it was all, right. all good. Do you Makes know what we used to Thanks, do, Preston? Man. I worked at a beat Alton bookstore, and what we used to do is we used to trade the money out of the cash register <laughs> for goods and services. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. That's good. Yeah. It was for, wild. For a blows here. Yeah, for blows, yeah. <laughs> there was a place now. around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me go to Tom. Hi, Tom. Good morning. Yango. 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 Yango! We have not heard that in a while. <laughs> so, Tom, what would you what would you trade out? Yeah, I'm a plumber, and uh, I got all my windows and doors in my house for free. Wow, wow! So, one person who I guess worked for a company, you you traded out services. I, I would do work for him. Okay, and I'm like all right, I need a you know a bay window. All, all right. right, I need this. So Fair. he couldn't beat it. That's, yeah, honestly, in, with, with contractors, yeah. that happens fairly frequently. Where yeah. where you have someone, you know, and because they all know who the, the good the good guys are, yeah. do the good work. And honestly, that's that's like you know, I wish I had like a tradable skill like that. You know what I mean? Like I wish, but I don't. Can't just rely do, on the blowers. They can. <laughs> Not anymore. My jaw gets yeah, just, so yeah, tired. Yeah, my, my, I'm just my mouth can't generate <laughs> spit like it used to. I'm getting old, man. Come on, it's like. It's like <laughs> I'm out. It's like his version of the natural, but he's a male prostitute. Come on. One more time.
right. I'm going to go to Mike next. Hey, Mike, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. You guys rock. Thanks, Thanks. Mike. What's up, buddy? So I used to work at the local car wash, and we would trade for car washes for, like, pizza and Dunkin' Donuts, things like that. Yeah. Uh, But the best was... The local police, the Bethel police. Let's just say the Uh, unmentioned police department. That's all right. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, The local police would... they would come in and wash their squad cars, and they would, you know, we'd, if we got pulled over for rolling a stop sign or, yeah. A minor infraction. Yeah, not armed yeah. robbery. Yeah. Seriously. They'd help you out with that. Wait a second. All right, put the gun down. I know you. These guys are cool. Yeah, yeah. 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 They wash my car. Those big bags of money with dollar signs on them, you can take them. Oh, thanks, Mike. <laughs> They're all yours. Oh, my God. Uh, here's, here's a big trade. Yeah, yeah, let me go to Robert. Hey, Robert, you're on the air. Good morning, sir. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Gadzooks buddy. What's going on? Hey, I traded a, uh, a 2004 BMW X3. I had a pool cover that the uh, sales guy needed, so I traded him then straight up for the car. Traded straight up, straight up. Seriously, a pool a cover. pool cover? Yeah, honestly. I, I mean, they don't. It doesn't seem like they'd be that expensive. It's a BMW pool cover. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, the BMW had a few miles on it, but it was okay. Good. No, it's a 2004. You said, and then the, the pool cover. Pool cover can run a couple of thousand dollars. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you have like a like an electric one. Well, yeah. Uh, no, this was just a standard mesh cover. <laughs> I, don't, so wait, I don't know about that. Yeah. Deal, what but... was the value of the cover versus the value of the car? Uh, retail on the uh, cover was about three grand. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. That's not yeah, bad. The, the car was right around there. Okay. Easy See, swap. I, do you have a good sense of that stuff, Preston? I, I mean, I, I would now with the internet, obviously, you can do your due diligence and find out if you're getting an equitable deal, but. That's why I, I'm more comfortable with trading a taco for a slice of pizza yeah. than I am for a, a pool cover for a BMW. Yeah, I wouldn't be any good at that. I got um, a great deal. Traded my house for this <laughs> blender. <laughs> I'll go to uh, one more call, and then we're going to take a break. I'm going to go to Bill. Hey, Bill, good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. Hey, so uh, tell us about your, your bartering. So when I was in high school, I worked at Chickie's when there was just one of them, yep. the original, and the, uh, the cops, when they would raid the neighborhood schoolyards, for, they would steal the beer from the kids, and then they would trade beer for crab fries. So, so they would confiscate. Let's, let's yes, use that yes. word. Confiscate the beer from the underage kids, <laughs> performing justice, and, and they would swap it for crab fries. And, and the best part probably a slight breach in protocol in there, but anyhow. Yeah. And they were my they were my friends. So Friday and Saturday night, my friends would get their beer taken, and then I would be drinking it after work. <laughs> there you go. Honestly. It's very prison-like. You, right. you have to Thanks. see the amount of time crab fries is mentioned in the penal code. Appreciate it, Bill. Well, so this uh, this order apparently goes into effect on July 1st that all Pennsylvania state prisons will be non-smoking mm. facilities. And uh, that's going to change the economy a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it's also going to be interesting to, you know, people. Now, what that what I didn't mention, Case, is they're going to, they're going to, you'll be able to get the, um, uh, the nicotine patches. The nicotine patches. So okay. they're, they're going to help people out in that regard. No, it's not. I, listen, I just, I just say let them smoke, man. If, if vape, so, well, know. vaping's an option. One of the guys said, right? Yeah. The Department of Corrections will offer smoking cessation classes, including free nicotine patches for participants. Uh, though they acknowledge in the past participation such programs has been low. They noted that the DOC already operates four smoke-free facilities and said uh, complaints are rare. Well, they offer so, classes in, in how to stop killing people and stealing things. Uh, even though some staff are worried about violence from tens of thousands of irritable inmates, yeah. all in simultaneous <laughs> withdrawal. 
<laughs> it's true. Yeah, so we'll see about that. But July 1st is when that happens. So if there's wow. a spike in, in, in prison riots, <laughs> that might be probably it. know why. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We will come back in just a moment. Got some bizarre file stories I think you will like. And a new musical accompaniment that is going to Ooh. go along with one of the stories. We'll debut that in just a little bit. We'll return shortly. Preston and Steve's Daily Rush There's 64 favorite Daily Rush episodes in bracket form for you to vote on. Some old, some new, and some just funny as sh**. Manthe, read the news. <laughs> Today in news, a woman was found strangled to death with her own dream catcher. Knock, knock. Who's there? The Japanese have bombed Pearl Harbor. <laughs> After you vote, enter to win a comedy season pass. Tickets to every Punchline Philly show this year. Sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. And 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Before we go through these stories I have for you, I would like to do a couple of shout-outs, if you don't mind. All right. Uh, this one is from Chuck Kelchner. I just actually got it a couple of minutes ago. So, good morning. Uh, Captain Dave Smiley is being released from Crozier Hospital burn unit today around noon. Now, if you remember, he's the firefighter that fell through the floor in Delaware two weeks ago. Yes. And they are gathering around the hospital today to bring him home. So, if you could give him a shout-out and, if possible, invite the listeners to join us to bring him home, uh, and he wrote hashtag Smiley Strong. Uh, the picture he sent uh, said, he said, Dave Smiley's on the left. Uh, Austin Moorhead is the guy on the right. You guys rock. So that's from Chuck. We'll give him a shout-out. Happy. Casey probably deserves a, a, okay. a, the, the, the big deal. Yeah, that okay. uh, you, that you are headed home today, which is pretty yeah. awesome. So here we go. Uh, and then I have this other one I got says, hey, Preston, my friend Missy Roberts has a birthday coming up on April 11th. Wow. I didn't, you were I didn't, I didn't read the date on that. Sorry. Uh, you donked it. Listen, I'm trying to be better at these. Yeah. And I'm trying. It, it's a difficult thing because when you do them, you get more of them. And then there becomes too many to do. It's like cigarettes and in prison. It's yeah. just like that. So I do what I can to get these. I uh, would love to get a wet shirt out for her. Uh, right. And she's a devoted wife and mom, an amazing friend. Missy loves listening to you guys in the morning on her sucky commute to Malvern every day. And this year would put a smile on her face. Thank, face not her face. Her it's face. all over her face. <laughs> she got a blowgy. Uh, or what was it? Bloge. Uh Tanya Phillips is the one who sent us. Here's a shirt. And then I have another one. <laughs> It's a, it's an in studio shout out. Is it? Is it the person having the birthday in the studio? Yes, sir. Oh, it's Joe's birthday. Joe's Joe! birthday. Hey! He's right behind you, Steve. Joe's happy thirty first birthday. Joe, what's your last name? Tubalino. 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 All right, happy birthday, Joe Tubalino. Thirty one years old today. So there's a shout for you, buddy. Little, just a little squeaker. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Um, let's do the bizarre. For, oh wait. Oh wait. no. No. Uh, we got to do the Daily Rush, man. <laughs> Inside for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right, it's our eight o'clock matchup. 
We got five of them today. This is from the Hey Bitches region. Tough region. And once again, these have all won before, so this is the second round here. And uh, my birthday mystery guest <laughs> is going up against Manthe's Snort Dort. This is when it starts to get to be kind of a bummer because you don't want any of these to lose. Yeah. I know, and yet you're now you come down to, so basically just stunt beat just regular organic content, you yeah. know? And, I, on a personal level, I loved my birthday mystery guest because you guys were pulling the prank on me, and it was very, very funny. But I think I laughed harder at Manthe Snortdorf. When it was taking place. Let's refresh our memory. Here's uh, here's my birthday mystery guess. Here we go. Um, Philadelphia actor, black drummer. <laughs> you have three questions left, Russ. Really? Yeah. yeah. I'll, give, I'll give you another hint. It's uh, the person who texted in black Tommy Lee. That's wrong. <laughs> it's not black Tommy Lee. Oh, that helps yeah. a lot. Yeah. Which, by the way, it was... It was just a guy who worked. It was Chino. <laughs> yeah. Chino who the works in the building. Pulled out of the uh, construction crew yeah. here and made you think it was a friend a, who did everything in the world. A celebrity of some sort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you have uh, Manthe Snortdort, which was, uh, who was the, the artist? That, it's the, uh, Portugal the Man. Portugal the Man. There's a song that had a funny sounding voice and Casey, Casey thought it sounded a little bit like Manthe. And of course, Steve took it and ran with it. And here we go. That's <laughs> 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 what it sounds like. What are you doing? <laughs> sounds like a Swedish <laughs> That's what it sounds like. Okay. Wow. You got to vote on that. You got to let us know which one is your favorite amongst those two. WMMR.com. Click on the Daily Rush banner. Takes you right there to the videos if you want to watch them. It's great. Or if you just want to vote, you can do that too. But while you're there, enter a Punchline Philly Grand Prize. Pair of tickets to every Punchline show for the rest of the year. And you can vote on all the matchups for today in one shot. You don't have to wait for us to roll them out hour by hour. It's just how we're reminding everybody of what's going on during the Daily Rush Madness. All right, now we can do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Five. All right, the B-File this morning. Brought to you by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax, which is the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. A Florida man. Florida man. You don't have to hit it right now. I'm just letting you know. I got you. uh, Has been arrested after he reportedly called 911 and claimed that he was robbed. Also, he could get out of going to work for the day. Uh, (laughs) Well. Brian Anderson called 911 to report an armed robbery near the intersection of Highway 27 and Lincoln Avenue. He told 911 dispatchers that two unknown suspects carrying a gun stole money, his necklace, and his phone from him. He went on to say that the suspects threw his phone on the ground and proceeded to jump into a black Ford Crown Victoria and drove away. Deputies quickly responded with air and canine units. When they arrived on the scene, deputies figured out the robbery never actually happened, and Anderson confessed he just made the whole story up. He told him he didn't want to show up for his 11 a.m. shift at Hardee's, where he works. At a fast food place? That's correct, Steve. Florida man! Florida man! On the bright side, Brian didn't have to go to his 11 a.m. shift at the restaurant, uh, but Anderson was arrested and charged with misuse of 911. He's being held at the county jail. It was. Worked. Yeah. All right. Now, a Florida woman. Florida woman. Florida woman. That's our new jingle. I love it. Thank you to Shoes for Florida. A Florida woman is behind bars 
After deputies say she attempted to steal money from a beauty supply store and then, while being transported to the county jail, uh, diddled herself in front of a teen. What? In front of a teen? Yes. Deputies say uh, Tammy Lynn Bonefield, and I saw a picture. You don't want her diddling herself. Oh, in sure, front of you. yeah. Uh, attempted to steal two items under $10 from Silky Beauty Supply. When Bonefield was confronted by an employee for attempting to steal the items, Bonefield punched them in the head and body and then proceeded to kick another victim. You ever see him make sausage? It'll look like like this. Authorities say that she denied stealing anything, but the items were found with her and returned to the store. How was she? On her way to jail, she was transported with a 16-year-old boy whom she proceeded to pleasure herself in front of. Uh, the child was separated from her by a metal partition. Uh, Bonefield made multiple sexual comments as well as exposed her breasts and genitals to the boy. I don't know, but I think I just spontaneously became gay. Uh, Bonefield has been charged with lewd and lascivious exhibition, simple battery, petty theft, and resisting a merchant as well. Florida woman, Florida woman. <laughs> There will be many more of those where that came from. Ratio-wise, it's like 90% Florida man. Yeah, but we can't. You can't not give them their tribute, especially when they're diddling themselves in front of teens. Yep. Uh, if you ever find yourself in Scotland with your dog, you want to avoid walking over the Overton Bridge in Dumbarton. Uh, the bridge is nicknamed the Dog Suicide Bridge God. and stands 50 feet above a gorge that hundreds of dogs have leapt into seeming, seemingly transfixed. At least 50 are believed to have jumped and died. This is a, an insane story. I was reading this, and are, aren't some people like it? I mean, some conspiracy people saying there's a, a paranormal aspect to mm-hmm. it. Yep. Uh, Vice reported last year that the dogs always jump from the same spot and that long-nosed breeds like German Shepherds and Scottish Terriers seem most affected. Uh, it's not They're not sure what makes the dogs want to jump. Some theorize there's something supernatural happening. Others think the scent of mink and other animals in the gorge below that attract the animals. That's a bit of a stretch. That they would get I mean, they, so worked up that they would leap to their deaths? I'm wondering if there's some kind of an optical illusion... That makes it appear to a dog that the ground is closer than it actually is. That must is. be it. Because, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, still, or the, the image of a, of a of a cat waving you on. Uh, still, uh, Overton is not the only bridge in Scotland that is above a place that mink call home. Uh, but, and there aren't as many that kill themselves in those places. So, very strange. Uh, a drunk woman on board a flight just really wanted a Pepsi badly. Uh, the unidentified Spanish woman became belligerent after boarding the flight in Lisbon, Portugal. Uh, shortly after the woman boarded the hour and a half flight, she began taking shots from a hip flask. Oh boy! While demanding crew serve her a Pepsi, when attendants informed her that they would only be serving fruit juice on the flight, she became outraged and began screaming at the crew in Spanish. A male passenger said she was getting out of her seat. Her face was bright red. Her hands had turned into claws. She looked like a demon. Holy she was hell. the worst passenger I've ever seen on an airline, and I fly quite a lot. Do we have audio of this? I, I, I can't find it anywhere. Okay. When is the story from? Uh, well, I, I asked for it yesterday, but that's okay. Right. She's uh, screaming and yelling in Spanish. I mean, she sounds... Oh, oh my like God. Her voice is like that, yeah. Uh, the it's like o- quarantine. Others on the flight said that the woman had been drunk before she boarded and continued to drink throughout the flight. How did her hip flask make it through the uh, a good question. metal detector? Not sure. Uh, she was the last one on board. Everyone was waiting, and she was at the front of the plane. Apparently, she had trouble getting onto the plane because she could barely stand up. 
but they let her fly. The flight. Yeah, you're uh, good. The flight was met with police upon landing, and the woman, who officers reportedly labeled as a banshee, was detained. Uh, the captain of the flight also reportedly told the woman she was permanently bland, banned from flying TAP Airlines. However, Pepsi has reached out to her. Mm-hmm. A man accused of attacking a worker at a mental hospital in Florida actually punched a lawyer in the head during a court appearance on Wednesday. There's video footage of this, too. William Green got out of his seat at the Broward County Bond Court, approached assistant public defender Julie Chase, who was looking down at papers, and delivered a haymaker, which knocked her to the floor. Uh, The sudden attack left everyone in the room in shock, including a large crowd of defendants. Uh, the judge, Jackie Powell, said what happened after she looked up from her desk during the commotion as she prepared to set bond in an unrelated case. Uh, a defendant who was at the podium ran out of the way as Bayless tackled Green. Powell called a recess in the courtroom where she uh, sets bonds and releases conditions. Uh, Green was arrested on a battery charge and uh, Chase was taken to a medical center. She said, I'm okay. The attack was a bit of a shock and I didn't expect it. Don't they just recommend that you're on your best behavior in front of the judge? Yeah. Like, don't punch yeah. the defender in the face. I think that sends the wrong message. Yep, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for now. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget, we're going to have uh, Terry Gilliam on the show this yes. morning from uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus and a, a wonderful director uh, talking about a film he's got coming out. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Muse. Everything that rocks. I'm 93.3 WNMR. Uh, let's see. We've had a, a last-second change of plans. We're gonna we're gonna do a, a contest that's never been done before. It's a game that I had uh, sitting aside for a couple of weeks, and I had it ready to go in case we ever wanted to blow out some prizes. And apparently, we have a decent amount of things to give away. We do, we do. We have uh, beer. We have tickets for Jim Jeffries. We actually have one pair of tickets left for this Adam Sandler and Friends show. Ooh. And then we have Ooh. a whole bunch of passes for Shazam. All right, so mind. it's a good thing you said Shazam because. Because the name of this game, have the lightning strike ready oh. to go. The name of this is Lightning Round. Hey! Thank you very much. So, it's a pretty simple game. It's designed to move a lot of right. prizes. Um, and you need to know about the Preston and Steve show in order to participate in this game. Well, actually, it comes at a good time now with the Daily Rush Madness going on because it's been sort of like a course. Yeah. So the way this is going to work, and let's get our well, I, I'll, I'll explain it first because we don't. We, none of us know how this game is played. You're the only. You, you're the creator, and we're <laughs> along for the ride. It's a simple concept. You know how when we do at the uh, Christmas Miracle broadcast, we will ask questions about the Preston and Steve show. Yes, we intentionally make them a little bit more on the difficult side uh, because we've got big prizes and we want to make sure these are tried and true fans that are going for the answers. And one of the things that we usually don't ask because you usually get a one in six shot at it or seven depending on who all we throw in is this member of the show dot dot dot. And then that way you just have to say one of our names and you win a prize. Well, that's all that this is. I like it. Every bit of it has to do with one of the members of the show and it's a pretty obvious thing that I'm going to tell you. Now, if you don't know the show at all, you're not going to know the answer to these questions. But if you've been somewhat of a fan for even a, a fairly small amount of time, you should be able to answer these questions. All right. Okay. I'm but curious. The way we're going to do this is we're going to have... In you, Hebrew? No. Oh. Yeah, from left to right instead of... <laughs> right. Uh, from right to left instead of left to right. No. Uh, we're going to get two callers on the line at a time, uh... and they play it against each other. 
Now, here's the thing that I was struggling with a little bit is how we have them buzz in where they can answer the question. Have them yell their names. They could say their name. We've done that before, yeah. so I figure that's probably that's the, way the safest to, way to go along with it. So we'll get two callers per prize on the line at a time. You get to battle it out against the other person. If you answer incorrectly, the other person gets a chance to steal, and they can answer and uh, have a chance to win the prize. So, so it's worth your while to listen to the full question. Yeah, two one five two six three WMMR. But by the way, it's it's not even a question; it's a statement. It's a statement. I'll make a statement about a show member. You tell me what show member it is. You win a prize. It's that simple. So I love it. it. Yeah, I love it. Let's it, see but, how it goes. Listen, it's, it's designed to move a lot of product. Normally, we test something like this out earlier in the week, but right now we said, "Hey, why not?" Yeah, it's getting warmer. We feel frisky. So two one five two six three WMMR, Marissa. I need him to be Johnny on the spot on the on the phones, and uh, it's going to move quickly. So just giving you a heads up on that. Uh, Casey, some music. I don't know. Whatever you want to. Uh, all right, I like it. Okay, he wants. You well, don't like this lightning I round? I want something a little more lightning. Yeah. This song is called Lightning Strike by Judas Priest. Ah. That's not bad. But how about uh, how about something that uh, that means speed like uh, Saber Dance or Flight of the Bumblebee? <laughs> oh, yeah, something okay. along those lines would be kind of I don't know if we can have that rolling the, the whole, whole thing. time. It might be a little torturous. It'd be a little bit annoying. What but... about that uh, upbeat number Lightning Crashes by Live? <laughs> <Yeah>. Hey, <laughs> that's a toe tapper. Uh, uh-huh. but Hang on, Casey's going to pull up something that uh, that might indicate a little bit of speed and a little bit of necessity to be quick with your answers. There we go. It's time to play lightning round. Yeah. All right, we'll get to two callers on the line, and uh, I'll explain it once again. So, because everybody's been calling him while I've been talking this whole time. So, I'll go to Kevin first of all. Hey, Kevin, how you doing, man? I am them. Excellent. You I am, am them. them. I am, you are them. I am <laughs> them. All right, uh, Kevin, you're going to be going up against Ryan. Hey, Ryan, how you doing? Good. All right. So here's what I need you to do, guys. I'm going to read a statement about a member of the show. If you think you know the answer, say your name. And we're going to do a judgment call as to who says their name first. Yeah. And then you, then when we say, okay, you know, Ryan, you said your name first, go ahead. And then you try to give us an answer. Okay. And make sure you yell it out. Yeah. Casey, what were you going to say? No, no, no. You answered my question for me. All right. Uh, gentlemen, here we go. I'll make the statement. Say the name, the name if you know the answer. Born and raised in Delco. Kevin. Uh, Ryan said his own name first. (laughs) Ryan did say his own name first. No, but Kevin gave the answer first. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with Ryan, Uh, and that's what's gonna make this a little bit different. Yes, you have to make sure you're doing everything properly. All right. So, Ryan, what's the answer? Casey boy. Yeah, that's correct. How do you do that? You know what? Can we get Kevin? Yeah, to he needs to be hooked up. Yeah, too. we can. Yeah. Hook that was funny, Kevin. We'll give you a prize too. Hang on the line. We're gonna we're gonna put you guys on hold in case he'll tell you what. What did Ryan get? Ryan, you just won yourself a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries, the mm. Night Talker tour. This is going to be October fifth, by the way, at seven p.m. at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. Tickets are on sale today at ten a.m. via AccessTickets.com. So it's AXS. Dot com. All right, so you see how easy that was? There we go. That's how easy all, all of these right, are. So, okay. All right, lightning round. What the hell? What happened? Did, did your headphones just go it's dead in. for a moment? No. no. Oh, mine did. All right. Anyway, ready to go. Let's get the next caller on the line. <laughs> and I have uh, Craig, who's there. Hey, Craig, good morning. Good morning. All right, Craig, remember, say your name. If you know the answer, I'm going to pair you up with... Why did his name disappear? I'm going to go to Josh next. Hey, Josh, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? Doing good. All right, Josh, if you know the answer to this, if you know who who is the person that I'm speaking of, 
Say your name and you get to take a shot at it. You ready? Yes, I am. All right, here we go. Is bald. Craig. All right, Craig, what's your answer? Steve. That's correct. Light. That's how easy it is. Wow. Yep, yep. we're making it very, very simple. Because that's a gray area. All right, so uh, who answered that? That was Craig. Craig did. So Craig won a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries, the Night Talker Tour. It's October 5th at 7 p.m. at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. Awesome theater. And tickets are on sale today at AXS.com at 10 p.m. All right. That's another winner on Lightning Round. Uh, Next caller, we have uh, yet another Craig. Hey, Craig, good morning. (laughs) Very very good, Craig. Uh, we're going to pit you up against, and his name disappeared again. Let me go to Jimmy. Hey, Jimmy, how you doing? How is this? How's it going, guys? Good, Jimmy. All right, so I'm going to make a statement about the show. Uh, a show member, say your name if you want to give the answer. Here we go. Went to Bucknell. Jimmy. All right, Jimmy, what's the answer? Kathy. No, that's oh, incorrect. Oh, wow. That means Craig. Craig can steal. You don't even have to buzz in. Craig, what's your answer? Uh, Nick. That's correct, Craig! A winner on lightning round. Sorry, Casey, I'll try to turn the lightning strike back up. Just, you can leave one pot up, because as long as the saber dance is playing, the other one will, you know what I'm saying? I know you're saying. Cool. All right, Jimmy, sorry, we gotta let you go. Craig, hang on the line. This is what we're gonna give you. We got you our only pair of tickets to see Adam Sandler and Friends. It's gonna be Friday, June 21st at Hard Rock Live at Edis Arena in Atlantic City. Tickets are on sale today at 10 a.m., Via Hard Rock Hotel, AtlanticCity.com. All right, so we are three in. Let's go to our next one. I have uh, Brittany. Hi, Brittany. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Brittany, you're going to be playing against uh, Kevin. Kevin, are you there? Yeah, I already played. Oh, you already oh. played. All right, congratulations. Well, I'll, I'll play again, though. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, it's for oh, another oh, round. You're still on hold. Wow, you were the first one we went to. All right, hang on a second here. It's they got to get a lot of information. From I, I understand. Yeah. I just uh, that's I'm not, what makes it exciting. I'm not angry. Marissa's waving her arms and everything. It's okay. Uh, let me go to Pat. Hey, Pat. Good morning. Fly, Jesus, fly. Fly, fly Jesus, fly. Fly, Jesus, fly. That's right. I couldn't remember what that was from. All right. Uh, so, Brittany and Pat, I'm going to make this statement. <laughs> Say your own name if you know the answer. Here we go. Has an adopted son. Brittany. That was right on. What do you think? I heard Patrick I heard first. Patrick. I heard Patrick. I heard Schmendrick. All right. We're going we're gonna to go to Patrick. Uh, Pat, do you know the answer? That's our girl... Kathy Romano and her beautiful son, Jace. Oh! Lightning round. And we got a winner. So I'm sorry, Brittany, we got to let you go. But we're going to have uh, Pat hang on the line. And uh, Case, what are we going to give Pat? We got a Casey Yards Brawler with spring on the way. Actually, spring is here. You can pick up some Yards Brawler. The 4.2% ABV makes it perfect for sessioning at that extra hour of sunlight available at Ye Old Ale House in Lafayette Hill. Right. Did I say something wrong? No, no uh, Ye Old. Ye Old is. Our Ye Old Ale House. Yeah. Uh, I have to pull back just a moment because this game moves a little too fast for our call screeners. So I, I, I it has elements of 5 and 10. Yep. Yeah. So obviously it's the, pre- the the questions are very obvious answers, but right. you to jump out, yell your name, and get that done quickly. Is there a way to, to and the, make well, it? Well, the more difficult part of it is with 5 and 10, we only have one caller right. playing. We have two callers playing. 
and uh, we have to get rid of that and uh, award the winner. And that doesn't take it and give us enough time to get new callers up on the line. Should we pre-record it and edit out the spaces? <laughs> yeah, maybe we could do yeah. that. <laughs> or we could just have, give everybody the answers ahead of ahead time. Ahead of time so that everyone wins. Yeah, we could do that. Uh, no, we'll make it work. Okay. Uh, let me go next to, I have uh, Jim. Hey, Jim. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Grandma. <laughs> Hi, Grandma. All right, so we have Jim who's going to be playing against uh, Bridget, I believe. Hey, Bridget. Good morning. All right, good morning, Bridget. You ready to play the lightning round? Yes. All right, I'm going to make a statement about uh, show member. Say your name if you think you know the answer to buzz in. Here we go. Collects action figures. Jim. Bridget. All right, Jim, you got him first. What's your answer? Steve Arino. Steve Arino. <laughs> yeah. We'll go with that. Shotgun. Is that my shotgun? Shotgun Steve Morrison. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so, Jim, hang on the line. We are going to get your information. And, uh, Bridget, we are going to let you go. Case, what did uh, Jim get from that? Jim, you got a case of Yards Brawler with Spring here. You can pick up some Yards Brawler. The 4.2% ABV makes it perfect for sessioning in that extra hour of sunlight. It's available now at Ye Old South Mountain Beverage in Wernersville. Right. You know, our uh, thing about ordering stuff and forgetting that you ordered things? Yeah. I got a uh, notification today that uh, another Batman stage is on the way. How many do you have? Oh, my God. Do you think? Too many. Uh, More than 20? Oh, yeah. Really? Um, at home and here, um, I'm going to say between the sixth scale and the um, <laughs> 50. You have 50 Batman action figures? Yeah. Is it Batmans or Batman? Batman. Batman. 50 Batman. All right. Yeah. So I fully support this um, collection of yours. At what point, though, I don't know about you, Preston, do we stop supporting this and, and telling him that he has a problem? So here's the deal, I think. <laughs> I have shelves that are so, some empty shelves in my room, and my shelves are complete. Um, You'll build more shelves. Then, no. <laughs> I don't like clutter. Well, so I, Yeah, I was just recently yeah. at Steve's house a couple months ago, and I saw all of his collection uh, at home. Here, I think here is getting a little overrun. But, it is. But home is not cluttered, so you're... I think he's still okay. Okay, thank you. You want him to take the ones from work home? Kathy supports me. I mean, they are creeping. I, I lose a little <laughs> bit of space she every day. All her space uh, as they creep over. Uh, there's there's a little too many large ones. Just go <laughs> well, with like the smaller Casey, ones. You need variety. I know you're right. And and for your your question yeah. about when we intervene is when we see either his work or home life start to deteriorate. Right, yes. right. Yeah. When I come in with a five o'clock shadow, <laughs> yes. and suddenly I'm smoking. Right. Right. <laughs> That's when we'll step in. So we are also, we're getting a new office space. So have they taken into consideration your I've talked displays? about it. I've talked about it. Okay. it it's there. The, the, the cool matter is, like, you have people like Kevin Smith come by and go, oh, wow, this is cool. Or people from the movie industries or whatever, yeah. they come in. But it does. It it is a little overwhelming to the casual I just observer. wonder if maybe I'll get, like, a shelf. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure you will. You have may, or maybe a shelf, a shelf that's deep enough to actually hold something on it. Yes. All right, back to the game. Back oh, to the yeah. lightning round. I have uh, Raina, who is here. Hi, Raina. Good morning. Hey, you guys rock. Thank Woo. you, Raina. You're going to be playing against uh, Eric. Good morning, Eric. Good morning, Gadzooks. Uh, Gadzooks. Gadzooks to you. All right, I'll make a statement about a member on the show. We're playing the lightning round game. No, uh, Say your name to buzz in if you know the answer. And here is the next statement. Plays drums. Raina. Uh, Raina, you jumped in. Who is it? 
Preston. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Raina, hang on. We're going to get your information, Eric. we got to let you go. What do we have for Raina, Casey? we got a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries' The Night Talker Tour. This is October 5th at 7 p.m. at the Keswick Theater in Glenside, and tickets are on sale today at 10 a.m. at AXS.com. Like I said, these are very obvious things if you listen to the show, so we've made it simple for you to win. Let's get another matchup. I have uh, Bill, who is on the line. Hey, Bill. Hey, donkey puke. <laughs> donkey puke. It's up for uh, another battle today. Yeah. Uh, or no, it lost yesterday. No, it's up. It's up. Is it? Yes. Yeah. Who's it up against? Even I've forgotten. Uh, it is up against, oh, geez. I Kathy's uh, teacher. Kathy's teacher? Yep, right. those are the two. Close All race. Right. Next we have uh, Pat, who's going to be on the line. Hey, Pat, good morning. Hi, is this? Well, the supervisor having a super sale. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie from uh, the, what's the name of the week? Riding on the bus with my sister? Something like that. All right, so sister. Pat, and then I forgot the name of the other person because now it says her name is Beer. <laughs> Something's wrong with our, our phone screen. It's here. true. It's right. It keeps changing. I, I, was it Jim? <laughs> no. Hey, other than Pat, who's on the phone line? Uh, Bill. Bill. Bill, thank Bill. you very Bill, much. Bill, and short for beer. Everybody right, so, knows him yeah. as beer. Yeah. Bill and Pat. <laughs> and the other gentleman's name is Shazam. Here's the next <laughs> statement about the show. Buzz in with your name, and we have this statement. Here we go. Salsa dances. Pat. All right, Pat jumped in. Pat, what's the answer? Kathy. Yeah! yeah! Easy. These are incredibly easy. Pat, hang on. Bill, we're going to let you go. Casey, what do we have? Well, for Pat, we have a Casey Yards Brawler. We're spring here. Pick up some Yards Brawler. The 4.2% ABV makes it perfect for sessioning in that extra hour of sunlight. And it is available now at Ye Old the Beer Peddlers on <laughs> Snyder Avenue in South Philly. Ye Old the Beer Peddlers? I'm just going to throw that in front of everything. Gotcha. All right, let's go to two more callers. We'll just do a couple more of these, and i got something else I'm going to bring All up right. if you guys don't mind. Uh, I have, uh, not Pat, hang on, let me put you on Not hold. Pat, your name. All right, I have Frank. Hi, Frank. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. Frank, you're going to be going up against Ryan. Hey, Ryan. We are Glitter Dong. <laughs> Glitter Dong. Yes. I don't even remember yes, that. Yes, they came up the other day. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a prank that was sent to an office. I got you. <laughs> Yeah. Nice job there, Ryan. All right, so we have Frank and Ryan. Say your name if you know the answer to this one. Makes noise when he eats. Ryan, Frank. Ryan. Uh, Ryan. Ryan. Ryan, what's the answer? Uh, that would be Nick. That's right. Lightning round. Hang on, Ryan. We'll get your information. Frank, we're going to let you go. Case, what do we have for Ryan? All right, for Ryan, you have our final case of Yards Brawler with Spring here. Pick up some Yards Brawler. brawler. <laughs> it's the 4.2% ABV. Makes it perfect for sessioning in that extra hour of sunlight. It is available now at Ye Old, the beer outlet on Franklin Mills Boulevard. <laughs> That's it. That's, That's a couple Nick. sounds of Nick eating put together. So I'm teaching Jace to chew with his mouth closed. Yeah. And uh, whenever he chews and and he's not, and his mouth is open and he's making noise, Smack I just, him. no, I just go like this. I give him a thumbs down. Okay. So yesterday in the car, he was eating Oreos and I, that's what I, I was giving the thumbs down and he would see it and then I'd hear it quiet down and I'd give him the thumbs up. I think I'm going to start that. With Nick. Oh, with I, you, Nick. I yes. chew with my mouth closed. I don't know what the problem <laughs> what is. The problem this is. is a closed mouth. <laughs> but, it's. Because his head is so big and cacophonous, oh, it's like yeah. a it's like a subwoofer. It's audio yeah. engineering. <laughs> yeah. But you left the room the other day, and I, I went to go finish my breakfast, and then you walked in unexpectedly, and I I felt so terrible because you were back in the room. I, I have to point this out. Yesterday, construction workers came down and complained about the noise. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
All right, let's do another one. Uh, I have John. Good morning, John. Good morning. All right, John, you are going to be playing against Lisa. Hi there, Lisa. Hey, guys. Hey, okay. Long time, no time. Long time, no time. <laughs> Long time. That's never uh, been said before. All right, so here we go. John and Lisa, I'm going to make a statement about the show. If you know the answer of who I'm speaking of, say your name to buzz in. Here we go. Loves dinner on Blanc. <laughs> Uh, Lisa. Uh, Lisa, who's that? Kathy. No. John gets to try it. John, who (laughs) loves dinner en blanc? Nick. Oh, my God. No, you're both wrong. Get out of here. Wow. Uh, The answer is Marissa. Marissa. Loves dinner en blanc. Sorry about that. All right, we'll go next to Megan. Hey, Megan. I like turtles. Ah, I like turtles as well. Megan, you're going to go up against Mike. Hey, Mike, are you there? Kazook. Gadzooks, I guess that's yes. All right, so how about we try this one out? Say your name if you know the answer. Has never been married. Mike. Megan. Mike. Um, Mike. What's the answer? Don't know. I don't know. I'm just so excited. I'm just very excited. Oh, my God. Megan, you get the answer. Who's never been married on the show? Marissa. That's right. Not that we know of. Mike. I don't know. Uh, So what do we have for Megan, Casey? All right. We have a pair of tickets to see Jim Jeffries, The Night Talker Tour, October 5th at 7 p.m. at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. Tickets are on sale today at 10 a.m. via AXS.com. All right. Uh, We're going to... Only are you, are twenty you more. Signaling to me? Yes. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't know what three. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay. Anyway, uh, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Is what I was. About. Oh, okay. Perfect. Oh, okay. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, I think that's I was even gonna, better the, than the last one. Saying. Were you trying to give me like a wrap up thing? No, I was trying to tell you what lines to go to. Oh, okay. I got you. No, we're gonna we're gonna wrap that up. Uh, but you guys like lightning round? Yeah. I did. I did. I think. I think it. Uh, uh, it definitely is a solid potential, and I think the obviously it's a little onerous to them and they're trying to process all those calls. Yes, thank you to our intern staff uh, because going through those calls that quickly is kind of hard to do because not only do they have to get them up on the phone line, but once we get a winner, they have to get all their, gather their information, not just gather their information, they got to tell them how to get the prize if they have to go somewhere at a specific time or whatever, like a movie screening. Uh, so it's difficult to get all that information conveyed and to keep the phone lines coming off and on because we only have uh, uh, ten phone lines. Here, so. do, you, do you know how pace it out? Actually, Preston would be to have more callers that did that 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 rang in with the answer but didn't have it. Too. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. that would help uh, us uh, a lot. I don't know, uh, but but there, I, I thought they were very very simple little factoids about the show that uh, people could that we could move some prizes very quickly. It's funny when you're out and you're uh, you're meeting people and they say, I, I you know I know so much <laughs> about you. Does that creep you? Does that creep us out? Or no, it's it's. Because the people, you know, you listening, you're, I, we feel like your family anyway. You yeah, know, it's, yeah, it's, exactly. it's a wonderful feeling. I have to point this out. What? I'm glad somebody did because uh, somebody texted in and said, "Finally, beer for the blind." Yards Brailler. <laughs> did you realize you said that? Nope. I yeah, no idea. Point, it was it was funny. Okay. Yards cool. Brailler for the beer for the blind for the blind. Uh, question programming question. Okay. Uh, because oh wait, I never put Megan on hold. Let me do that real quick. Um, you son of a bitch. Because. <laughs> Uh, because I can either bring something up now or I may have to do it later. Terry Gilliam, is he scheduled for it at 9 o'clock exactly? Yeah, and okay. he's on a 10-minute window. No, that's all right. We'll, yeah. we'll take a break, and we'll come back and get him on the line. I can still bring something up a little bit later on. But, all right. Uh, we will do that in just a moment. Thank you for playing Lightning Woo. Round. We'll return shortly with more of the President and Steve Show. Stay with us.
This 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. At Steven Singer Jewelers, everyone gets the perfect price. No coupons, no sales, no negotiating. Feel great about buying a diamond. Visit Steven Singer, the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly, or online at IHateStevenSinger.com. Always with free shipping. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? This is the Preston and Steve Show podcast. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush all right, we got just a little bit of time to set this up uh, before we bring our guest on. Daily Rush Madness continues the matchup for this hour is from the privileged region. And it's the racist principal and the devil against Repo Man Detonator. Let me play a little clip from each. This is from the racist principal and the devil. People, come on, for God's sake. She said the devil got up in me or something like that. Uh, this is the devil, <laughs> and uh, it's on you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Even I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you must be straight out of your goddamn mind. All right, so that was the first video, and it's going to be facing off against the Repo Man detonator. I'm going to play a little clip of that, and then I'll tell you how to vote for these. People, oh, come on. For that's God. the wrong clip. My bad, my bad. <laughs> We just played that one. Here's the, here's the next clip. Could you, could, is, your, is anybody in the house could carry you over to the window? Yes, my, my son's here. Lucas, could you? Uh, I'll, I'll do it, Mom. Lucas. All right. Yeah, I, I'm looking. I think that's, that's my favorite part of the whole thing. Pay, pay your bill, you old whore. Yes. Uh, so you can now vote for your favorite video. It is Daily Rush Madness at WMMR.com. Click on the banner. Takes you to those videos if you want to watch them again. If you don't have time, that's all right. You can vote and do it uh, real quick. But all the matchups are right there. And while you're there, make sure you get entered for the grand prize. And it's a Punchline Philly, a pair of tickets to every single Punchline show for the rest of the year. you got to be at least 21 years of age in order to enter. And you can enter once per day when you vote. So please go for it. Well, I'm excited to have our next guest on the line. Uh, He's wow. a legend. He, he is a legend. Uh, not only a member of uh, Monty Python's Flying Circus, the troupe, but also the director of some really great movies over the year. In fact, he, he directed... Uh, Holy Grail. Yes. I mean, it's, um, you know, it's a standard. Mm -hmm. Twelve Monkeys. The Fisher King. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Vegas, Time Bandits and more. And a film that has been uh, a long time running. Uh, It's coming. uh, That's what I mean. Uh, The Man Who Killed Don Quixote, which is coming out on April 10th. And since uh, we could have played any type of music to uh, bring him on, but Casey chose this one. Wow, it's got a long intro. There we go. That's enough. Ladies and gentlemen, Terry Gilliam is on yeah. the show this morning. Hi, Terry. Please stop. <laughs> Please stop. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hey, I had mentioned that, uh, yeah, this has so, been... the. <laughs> that the film has been uh, over 25 years in the making. Um, speaking of uh, the man who killed uh, Don Quixote... Why have you stuck with this for so long to finally get it done and have this come out? 
well, I think God told me to do it. <laughs> and each time I failed to pull it off, God would punish me. And so at a certain point, I, 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 my wounds were, were slowing me down. That's why it took so long in the end to finish it. It was actually 30 years from beginning to end. You know, the, 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 uh, the Hollywood is replete with stories of films that have, you know, Kubrick was supposed to make a Napoleon film uh, for years. And then, you know, there's these projects that uh, Jodorowsky, uh, I guess, is the, the gentleman who was supposed to make a version of Dune before David Lynch did. You're you're one of the few success stories in a case like this where you actually got to see it through to fruition. And my question to you is, from the original vision you had in your mind to what you have now, were you pretty spot on? No, the film kept growing, changing over all those years because I, each time it would start up again, I would try to pretend it's a new idea, so we would approach it a different way. I think. It took a long time to finally get to the script that we really were able to make, that I wanted to make, which I think is the one that we are showing on screen. And I think it's so much better than some of our earlier attempts. You eventually just get worn down with your own cleverness, and you just chill out and go with what you got. Yeah, Terry, I want to test because I know that a lot of the issues that, that were around the, the, the first uh, attempt and over the course of the years, it was a documentary was made about it called Lost in La Mancha. But there were things with with uh, sets flooding and other stuff and and, and uh, financing and, and sickness on a, on a general level with the physicality of being on location and all that stuff. Do you think that's diminishing more now that CGI is being employed to create any environment you want to be in? Is that where we're seeing less movies like this? Um, that, you know, that don't get made or have to take six or seven years to be made because of far-flung locations? Well, I, t- quite possibly it's one reason why, you know, Coyote does take place in the real world, isn't it? That we use CG in different ways, but it was important to be in the real world because you're telling the story of a man who is fantasizing a world that doesn't quite exist. Mm. So you can't do that in a CG world. You've got to be in the real world because, and he's got to suffer, and you've got to feel it's real. And that's that's why we did it as we did it. And we were very lucky in the end, after the initial go 25 years ago in 2000. I mean, that when we were flooded out, planes were overhead. This time, nature was kind to us, and and that, the shoot went very well. That was a nice change for me. <laughs> Yeah, it, looking at the, at the film and, and looking at uh, the scenes, I, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing it. Uh, I, and I think over the, the course of years, obviously you with your, your arts background and, and uh, capabilities, I, I, I like when physical effects and physical locations are used. I think you can tell a difference, and that's what you see in, in this film. Do you feel that there's been, uh, talking about the computer stuff, that it's, um, it's robbed uh, movies a little bit of some of, the, some of that, some of that authenticity? I think so. I think we all can understand we're seeing an animated film often. And they're caught in a world that there's no gravity, no proper gravity. There's all the surprises of reality are excluded. And just because you can do something doesn't mean you should do something. Yeah. So I like the limitations that nature puts on us. Well, I have to ask you, also, the story is so unique. Give, give us, give us a, just a, a quick thumbnail of, uh, of the, the plot uh, of uh, the man who killed Don Quixote. 
Well, it's basically the tale of Adam Driver's character, who is at the beginning of the film is a commercial director and he's making a commercial and he's in Spain and he realizes this is very close to the village. He made a film in 10 years before when he was a film student, when he was innocent and pure. And he had made this film. It was called The Man Who Killed Don Quixote in this village using village people as the main characters, not real actors doing it. And so he goes back to the village hoping to... Um, reinvigorate himself, meeting all those wonderful people he worked with, and he's discovered that their lives have been thrown upside down and backwards um, because of their participation in his film. And in fact, the man who is a shoemaker who played Quixote has now gone completely insane, mm. and he's taken around fiestas in the back of a truck where he performs his part again and again, and and our Adam is suddenly trapped with this lunatic who sets out on a quest, and uh, the quest becomes more and more fantastical, even though it's all real all the time as we progress. And in a sense, um, the Adam character becomes Don Quixote. Uh, the real one. <laughs> you've worked with Jonathan Price a, a couple of times, and, and there's he he just when he's on screen, you can't help but watch him. Uh, uh, do you guys have a long friendship going back? Yeah, he was bugging me for about 15 years to play this part, but he wasn't old enough. He finally got there, and he kind of—he really explodes on the scene in, in this film. He's got—he's raised Adam up to a level you've never seen Adam before, because Adam is so funny, he's so romantic, he's so active and tragic all in one film, and much of it has to do as a result of the relationship between Jonathan and Adam, two brilliant actors, and... Uh, this thing is only, I've got to do my part here. Now I've got to be the salesman <laughs> and say how people can find this film. They've got to go on to whokilleddonquixote.net and they'll find out where the film is playing and how they get tickets. And it's going to be on for one night only, folks. Oh, wow. So don't wait. Book now. Okay, I did want to... I've done my now. Okay. You've done your bit. <laughs> I, I did want to ask Terry, and, and you, know, you never know what you can believe or not. I was looking on uh, IMDb and they have, a, a, there's a lot of uh, things that aren't uh, necessarily correct that are on there, but I had seen that there's a potential for a Time Bandit Time Bandit's uh, television show. Yes. Ah, and you will I be. I read the same thing as you. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, so you read it? But <laughs> is that true? Producer, I'm told. All right. And so yeah, the... I'm the executive producer, and now I've read who's actually directing and then writing the first episode. So I'm a happy guy. Oh, that's great. <laughs> that is cool. I wanted to ask Thank you. God for the uh, yeah, absolutely. I wanted to ask you about Twelve Monkeys and uh, and and uh, filming here in Philadelphia. I assume you did because uh, obviously a lot of the scenes were shot at yeah. Eastern State Penitentiary. Any memories of your time here shooting? No, it was quite wonderful because yeah, the penitentiary was a, a strange and magical kind of place. The town hall was a wonderful place. There was great support for us while we were working there. It was a really nice city to be working in, far more enjoyable than working in New York. Uh, and, I mean, it's a film that I really am still very proud of. I think Brad, Bruce, and Madeline Stowe are just brilliant in it. And it, and it's, if you're going to do a dystopic film, this one has got some hope in it. <laughs> yeah, no, it certainly does. It, it's it's no, a classic. Philly was great. 
Yeah, no, I, I'm really happy. I didn't see the TV series that they made of it, so I don't know what that was like, whether it's even close to the film. But I, I watched it, and I, I, yeah, I watched it, and they, they did a good job. They they took the tone, and uh, and, and there was uh, the bit of hope that ran through the movie in the series. Not as good as the movie, but uh, it didn't sully the memory of the movie. Good, good, good. Nice. All right, well... Uh, I'm saying that I've got to go and talk to somebody else. Some, I, I understand. Yep, yep. We, we appreciate your time. We'll make sure that uh, people are aware of the film uh, April 10th is when that comes out. So thank you very much. Terry Gilliam, guys. Yeah! On the Preston and Steve show. And, uh, yeah, the, the movie is one night only, April 10th. And like you said, you got to kind of search for it. But it's going to be in over 700 uh, movie theaters, so you should be able to... And uh, honestly, <laughs> you know that it'll be on, you know, uh, pay-per-view and... Yeah, uh, yeah. Not pay-per-view, but... He's great. We had a, we had a big, big gap delay in the, oh, we in did? the back and forth. Did you notice that? <laughs> Wait a second. That was a delay. I just thought he was being incredibly rude. Uh, I thought like he was a, just thinking yeah, about every answer. Yeah, delay, Five-minute so. delay. No, no, yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, April 1st is next week. Uh, April Fool's Day. I don't really participate in April Fool's Day, but... It's um, amateur hour. Uh, I did see a pretty cute list of pranks that you can pull on kids that are pretty, they're pretty, you know, uh, safe and, uh, but they're, they're funny as well. They're, that kids can do. They're pretty, and you still know no, that you do That you can pull on kids? Okay. Yeah, you pull on your kids. All right. And the kids should be in school right now. So yes. this is a, this is a, a couple of, of pretty good ideas. Right. On things that you can do for April Fool's Day, just as long as you don't, you know. If they forget that it's April Fool's Day, is a good way to. I don't, are to prank kids them. that that tied into it? I remember years and years ago, it'd be something that would be fairly big, April Fool's Day. But yeah, has it? I think they're more tied into it than than adults. Okay, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, yeah okay. they love that stuff. All right. Well, here's a couple things you can do for them uh, to have a little bit of fun. And I forgot. I don't know what the source was. I think I got this off of BuzzFeed, but um, or Hustler or Hustler yeah, yeah, yeah. as well. Pretty much the same thing. Um, you can, it says here, super glue a pizza box closed and then try to keep a straight face where your kids try to open it up, <laughs> uh, for dinner. And it says to make this prank especially convincing, do two things. Put something, uh, that has some weight to it, uh, inside the box first, like a right. cutting board. Or their dead kitten. Oh, that would weigh about the same, too. I love it. Is that too brutal? Yes. And then it says, number two, order an actual pizza so the house smells like fresh pizza. And then when the prank is over, you can give them the real pizza. I've seen one that keeps making the rounds, and it pops up on AFE. That's what the cool people call America's Funny Stone Videos. Yeah. Uh, It is uh, caramel-covered onions. (gasps) <gasps> and yes. they think it's an yeah. apple. That's yeah, yeah. terrible. There's a couple of similar things to that. Are there? Okay. Is there an Oreo yeah, yeah. one in there? Oreo? No, okay. do tell. Uh, With the toothpaste? Toothpaste in the Oreo. Oh. That's good. Wait a minute. So in, instead of the, the stuffing, the filling, yeah. take that you out. make toothpaste. That's mm-hmm. a good one. Oh. All right. Here, what? I'm sorry. Abandoning them. Ab- just oh, abandon yeah. them? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They'll never but see that coming. Don't fold or else the joke gets ruined. Right. Uh, here's another one. This is pretty cute, and I guess you could you could change this for other things as well. But it says put jelly beans in your ice dispenser. <laughs> so just inside the door, yeah, you know yeah. where the ice comes from, the ice maker, and then it goes into the door. You can fill that up with jelly beans or something else, and, and tell them to go get some ice for you. And then they and they, they won't Good know idea. what the hell happens. <laughs> See, I told you. I want to try that. Some of these are fun. I'm doing that one. Uh, this one says put lotion on your kid's doorknob so they can't open it. 
See, oh, I was thinking I about I was thinking about tying my daughter's doorknob to my son's doorknob so that when one would open it, the other one would shut. Okay. I think that would be fun. All right, I got one. Okay. okay. Run a hose from your exhaust pipe okay. into your kid's bedroom. <laughs> oh. Window shut, door shut, towel at the bottom of the door. <laughs> oh, and then start the car? And start the car. Okay. All right. Here's another one. Uh a la The Office, you know, they're putting things in Jello. In Jello yes. is great. Uh, you could use an, an action figure, a toy, or something like that, and make it in a Jello mold and set it out for them. Okay. Or, or if you had a, you know, well, a game. Con- well, no, nah, that wouldn't be as impactful. Yeah, it's something that's really precious. Uh, and speaking of Jello, um, serve your kids a glass of Kool Aid or juice. And it's actually jello, and you have a straw in it. That's great. And it looks like it's juice, and then they'll try to drink out of it. And I like that. Another happens. safe one that sort of works is if they, if you have them do the dishes, the putting the rubber band around the uh, spray hose. Yes. Yeah. If if you have a, do you do that at home? Uh, we don't have one of those. Oh, we okay. We don't have the little handle thingy. Uh, so it'd be our, our actual uh, our actual nozzle comes yeah. off, so oh, right. it wouldn't work. But if it sits. Straight up where it's pointing out all the time. Yeah, you put a little rubber band around it, and whenever they turn the sink on, it just shoots right at them. That's a good one, too. Uh, here, uh, let's see if there's another one here. How about uh, surprise your kids with a big box of their favorite fast food, and actually you filled it up with uh, vegetables like broccoli right, or something right, right. like that. Right. So when they freak the F out so of when they open it. So, like, uh, you know, um, munchkins. Like, yes. Like Duncan Munchkins. <laughs> Fill that box up with uh, with broccoli or Brussels sprouts or something like that. Um, here's an okay. I like this one. Tell your kids you made cake pops, and actually give them uh, chocolate covered Brussels sprouts instead. Yeah, that's good. So that's like the onion. It's like, like yeah. the onion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you can also make a plate of sponge brownies. How do you do that? Uh, so instead of making brownies, you just cover the sponge. Like get a sponge and cover them with chocolate. Okay. Uh, and it says you probably want to do this one with kids who are grade school age or older. And there's a website called Instructables where you can learn how to pull that off. <laughs> uh, you can, now this is more just cutesy. Set the house on fire? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, put googly eyes on all the food containers in your refrigerator when they open up the door. That is for maybe like a three or four year old. Yeah, they yeah. might find that really, really funny. Same thing is if you make eggs for breakfast. Uh, draw a bunch of funny faces on the eggs and ask them to go get the egg container for you. That's for That's little cute. Kids. Yeah, find that fun. What do they have anything for, for like college age kids? No, these are all <laughs> little kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just got an email. There's a bakery in Middletown, Delaware, that actually does the chocolate covered Brussels sprouts, and okay. you can go and pick them up. Steve, for for um, better pranks that that aren't for little kids, which I have a few more, I'll get to. A couple of good ones are uh, on a on the ceiling fan. Oh, um, on the top of the fan blades, you can either do two things. You can either put uh, like baby powder or or flour up there, mm-hmm. or you can stack a ton of pennies <laughs> oh, on every fan blade, and then you have them. Dude, it's hot. Can you turn the fan it's on? It's hilarious. <laughs> and then that whole thing. You know, it's another good thing. Mm. The talcum powder inside the hair dryer. Yeah, I've seen that. I've yeah. seen it on like. AFV, America's funny home videos. Yeah, you're not um, hemp. I wasn't. See, that would not go over well in my household. <laughs> it would not. Go I don't over. think my wife would find that very. Funny. <laughs> uh, you can also use uh, saran wrap or clear plastic wrap on the toilet, on the toilet seat, yeah. and uh, when they go to pee, you can't see it. You know. Yeah. Put That's a webcam <laughs> on your wife's toilet. <laughs> And then broadcast, and then broadcast it, to, yeah. it on Facebook. Yeah. I like that. Facebook Live. Send us the, the URL, the yeah. link, yeah. and yeah. we want to see. We'll tell everybody about it. Have you ever short sheeted somebody's bed? 
I don't know what that I means. never understood the 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 issue of short because I my I always have my feet stick out at the end of the uh, you know is that that you get like a, a sheet that's too short right for no it? no basically what you do is you fold the sheet in half so that you when trap they trap them in there when, when so when they try and hop under the covers oh I never understood their, their that feet can't go all the way down <laughs> Wait, oh. what do you do again explain it again but basically all right so when you put see but I don't use that that sheet do you know what I mean so you have the the, the fitted top. sheet. But the top sheet, yeah. do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so, I know exactly what um, So you put the top sheet down, but you fold that in half. So from the bottom, fold it up so it still oh. looks like the bed is made. And then when they oh. try to get in, they're basically stuck. That makes more sense. So yeah. that you, as, you, you're as you try to shimmy down into the yeah. bed, you can't. You can't. Okay. okay. All right. That makes. I always wondered what the big thing was about that. Uh, I do like this one. Uh, paint a bar of soap with nail polish. <laughs> And once it dries in, tell your kids to go wash their hands before dinner. <laughs> and they're going to get that the polish all over their uh, all over their hands. I always loved one of the novelty items growing up. It was like charcoal soap. You know, so yeah. as, yep. as you, you would just you'd be filthy once you used it. Yeah. Uh, did, did you ever get that the Johnson and Smith catalog of novelties growing I, up? I used to, there was a, a grocery store that had a bunch of novelties, and I would buy all. I those freaking things. loved them. Yeah, the the gum that's actually spicy hot. And... Or snaps on your fingers, you pull it out of yeah, the packet. Yeah, that one too. Um, here's one that says, have your kid plant some donut seeds in the yard. What you do is you give them... Munchkins? Um, no, you oh. give them uh, Oreos. Or not, not Oreos, I'm sorry, uh, Cheerios. Oh. Because they look like little donuts. Uh-huh. And tell them we're going to plant these. Donut seeds. <laughs> and then the next day you replace them with... With donuts sticking up out of the ground on little skewers, and you've you've grown donut plants. That's pretty cute. But you got to do that the day before, and you got to do it with little kids and people like me. (laughs) (laughs) He's awesome. Can I'm tending to my donut plants? I got weeding to do. Uh, here's a really easy one. Uh, you switch the bags inside of uh, boxes of cereal if your kids are regular cereal yeah, yeah. eaters, and uh, when they go for you know tricks or whatever, they pour out bran. Uh, uh, yeah, you know, boring uh, cereal or something like. I was just confused them for a moment. Did your parents ever do uh, pull pranks on you now and then? No, nothing. No, mm-hmm. Casey. No, not that I can. Not that I can actually recall. But I know you pull on your your kids. You've done it on your kids. Pranks. Yeah. I can't remember any in particular. Yeah. I'm sure I've done some. Oh, Kathy like Chucky's under your bed? That wasn't a prank. The door. <laughs> that was just terrorizing your that child. That was just terrorizing my child. It was yeah. just scarring them. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Chucky's under your bed. Yeah, my parents used to do little things, like stuff like you're going over, Preston. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, d- I used to do this when my dad smoked. I uh, I would take his uh, cigarettes and I'd take out most of the tobacco and just put sugar, you know, and it, like... 80% of the of the cigarette would be sugar. Really? Yeah, and then you put the tobacco at the end because the sugar doesn't, it just... Didn't you want to kill you? Yes, all the time. <laughs> okay. uh-huh. But it would, it, the, the cigarette would just keep going out and keep going out. Here's keep some going out. texts that are coming in. Uh, let's see. Hot sauce on a chair, let it dry overnight. The next morning, booga. Okay. Okay. Booga? Booga, uh, you what, got it. What happens? I, I, don't, I don't get it. You have... Dried out hot sauce all over your chair. <laughs> what is this, what is this crap? I don't, I don't get it. All right, uh, I got a great unless one. You're, unless you're sitting up. on it completely butt-ass naked. <laughs> smear you... your feces on their on their bathroom mirror. <laughs> okay. And then when they wake up in the morning, they'll see smeared feces on the bathroom oh mirror. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Does anybody know just sort of offhand how and where and why April Fool's Day started? No. I think it was when Jesus was born. <laughs> 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 I, I thought that was Christmas. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
I, I don't know. Why don't you look it up? Okay, cool. Uh, we can find mm. out that information real quick. What, what would you use for something like that to get that information, Preston? Uh, there's a thing called the Internet. Get on it. Uh, so Rock us a wiki, we'll Nick. Yeah. Uh, these were just a handful of things. I, I, don't I think really, they're cute. I don't really participate in uh, in April Fool's Day, but you know some people do. Uh, let me go to Chris real quick here. Hey, Chris, good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good, man. What's up? You want to tell us about a prank? Yeah, so uh, I have a... Uh, when I worked in the sign shop, we had a guy that uh, hated the smell of permanent markers, so we decided to put some permanent markers and tape them to the fan blades of the fan so when he walked in the next morning, <laughs> oh my God. the entire place would smell like permanent markers. <sighs> However, uh, those permanent markers do leak, and it spit red ink all oh, over the computer. You're right. They're <laughs> essentially just soaked with, with ink. Those, that yeah. belt is <laughs> soaked with ink. Oh, so inverted. God. And if you put that on a fan and it spins around, it's like a little centrifuge <laughs> by... It, it, by centrifugal force or whatever, it's going to oh force God. it out. Oh, yep. that's hilarious. That's, that's yeah. a practical joke on bad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like that, Chris. Thanks, man. All Appreciate right, some uh, historical facts on April Fool's Day. Uh, also called All Fool's Day. It's mostly a Western holiday or uh, Western celebration. Steve, you'll like this. Some historians speculate that April Fool's Day dates back to 1582 when France switched from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar as called for by the Council of Trent. Oh. In 1563, so it took them 19 years to pull that prank. <laughs> but there's uh, also a disputed association between yes. uh, the Canterbury Tales. The exact uh, origins remain a mystery. The Canterbury Tales. Yeah, so uh, in the Nun's Priest Tale, a vain... Oh, man. Okay, well, I'm going to say because it's written. A vain cock... Uh, clear Chalmon. Chalmon. <laughs> Shown up. You say you feel, you, you're, you're poopy mouth. Is tricked... <laughs> Oh, my God. This is like written in old English, and I can't do that. I can barely do new English. Yeah. <laughs> new English. April Fool's. Come on, try April. I'm not going to do it. Try it. I'm not going to. It says sphincter, <laughs> penis, testicles. Bloge. Bloge. By a fox on sin march begun three days and two. That was a great April Fool's joke. <laughs> yeah, it was. I'm heterosexual. <laughs> <laughs> April Fool's. April now lasts all year long. Yeah, now if you excuse me, I'm working about three bloges. Oh, Jesus. You know, for fun. Uh, oh, my I, God. I used to do practical jokes a fair amount, fairly yeah. elaborate growing up. One that I pulled off, which was really fairly extensive, my, when my friend just got his license, I had all these streamers and... Uh, like a just married sign and all that stuff on the back of his car. So when he hit his first bump, all the streamers deployed and the, and the cans and stuff what? like that. And it came off like gangbusters. Oh, my goodness. That ended that friendship, though. <laughs> oh, we really he got was, pissed at he you? He was furious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that ain't cool. Yeah. Wow. Everyone else thought it was fun. That's a good sounding prank. But... Well, in Scotland, Steve, it's called uh, Huntagok Day. And, uh, Huntagok. Yeah. So the, the, the name has fallen into disuse. The name is a corruption of Hunt the Gawk. Mm-hmm. Um, for... I tell you what, I just bagged a gawk. <laughs> so being Scots for a, a cuckoo or a foolish person. So I basically... They I'm going to hunt... whip out my gawk. <laughs> <laughs> they would hunt idiots on uh, April Fool's just Day. Murder, kill, yeah. They would just murder the mentally challenged. <laughs> oh, my it's God. Great. Spend the better part of the afternoon killing the slow. <laughs> <laughs> I just murdered 50 imbeciles. <laughs> what a great day. <laughs> April Fool's. The mentally challenged, you know, head injuries, incubator accidents. I murder them all. <laughs> Any sort of debilitating disease or something that lowers the intellect, I kill them. 
It's well, you're, fun. you're allowed to on that Absolutely. day. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's Scottish Purge. Uh. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, let me go over to this call. I have uh, Frank. Hi, Frank. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Frank? So, I made my parents hate me because I took a bunch of Halloween decorations. So, um, you know, like those, um, like, torches you can put outside? That they're like... Like tiki uh, torches? <laughs> no, 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 not them. Uh, it's like, it's basically a light and a cloth that looks like fire. Oh, yes. No, I know what you're talking about. They'll, they'll, they'll have them in, in, as you said, the Halloween decorations that make it look like a, like a, a, a cauldron or a, a, a pit on fire, right? Exactly. Okay. It's basically just a, a fan blowing up a cloth with a flashing light. Yeah, but against the wall, it would look exactly like flames. Yes. So, um, took that, took a few smoke machines, took a few other orange lights, and as my parents were sleeping, I hit the fire alarm. So they woke up and thought the downstairs was completely engulfed in flames. Wow. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you created a fake fire in the house, and that was your joke. Uh, what a stinker I am. <laughs> they must have loved you. That's great. Bye, Dad. Right, Take thanks. it easy, man. So I, I see a couple of these, and I don't quite understand this. Hang on a second. Uh, yeah, so somebody t- people are saying put a zip tie Around the drive shaft of someone's car. A zip tie around the drive shaft of I, someone's car? I guess oh. will that start to smoke at some point, maybe? <gasps> oh, you know what's a better one? Cut the brake lines. <laughs> yeah, good lord. Let's not because do any of Because uh, stopping yeah. is so difficult. You know what? It's kind of fun, too. And it never fails to get a chuckle. What? Exhume a family member that's oh, died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Grandma's yeah. back. <laughs> put her in the recliner. She's in there in the recliner. <laughs> Holy hell! I'm just kidding. <laughs> Look at I overdid a lipstick. <laughs> well, where there was lip. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you shouldn't mess with people's cars oh on, on the, like a prank. I agree. You know? Yeah. Although I, <laughs> it wasn't a prank. But when I was a kid, I thought, well, it stands to reason since I was laboring under the misconception that all rocks were dinosaur eggs, and oh, I knew that fossil fuels came from dinosaurs. I figured if we put pebbles in the da- gas tank to my dad's car, that oh, it couldn't no. help it work. And uh, it didn't work. Didn't work. <laughs> can we put these truck nuts on Bill Weston's car? Oh, my God. We still we have somebody <laughs> sent us these truck nuts. Uh, yeah, we should do something with that. Put them on somebody's car. Uh, anyway, I like the exhuming a, a dead family. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. That's not a bad idea. Uh, so these were just a, a handful of, uh, of ideas for kids. They're uh, cute. kids, yeah. And kids, you know... The one thing that you have to do, though, if a kid's going to go to the trouble of doing a prank, act pranked, you know? Yeah, yeah, it, for sure. It's, it's, so, uh, it's so thrilling for them. You Agreed. son of a bitch! Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Are you stupid? Yeah. All right. We should take a break and come back in a moment. Don't forget our Word of the Week prize we're giving away today is a Casey's Corner VIP experience for the MM Barbecue 2019. Only offered by Metro by T-Mobile. Now, not only will you have your chance to win in just a few minutes... Uh, but a chance to win later on today. Casey, you want to hit your appearance, please? Yes, I'll be at the Metro by T-Mobile, the store on Kings Highway in Cherry Hill. And I will be there uh, from 4 to 6. And, uh, you know, close to 6 o'clock, around 5.55, 5.57, something like that. Right. We're going to draw our winners. 
And uh, and so we have a couple of pairs of lawn seats for the MM barbecue, but then we also have this really, really great uh, Casey's Corner VIP experience. Comes with backstage pass uh, for to meet a band. Make sure you're down there early, though, yep. if you can, right? You yeah. don't want to miss out. Yep. All right. Thank you, Casey. And by the way, everybody's texting in now about what they're talking about with the uh, the zip tie on a, a drive shaft. So if you put the, it says use an extra large zip tie. You tie it on the drive shaft, and obviously the drive shaft rotates yeah. very, very fast. Well, that that flap that's hanging from the uh. excess part will spin and tick, 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 and make a, make a noise that will drive them crazy. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. It's not. It's like putting the in the uh, office furniture, putting a piece of shrimp in yeah. the part of the chair that connects connects to the rollers. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Yep. Or, and yeah, any kind of, uh, or you can put it and hide one in somebody's car. Yeah. And it will start to rot and oh, will stink like nobody's Just business. one piece of shrimp. That's a good one. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. Some bizarre file stories are coming up in just a moment. Make sure that you stay with us. family picnic the one where everybody shows up to hang outside enjoy good food great friends and plenty of cold beer and while it might be fun to watch uncle joe do a keg stand mmr's family picnic has a kick-ass rock bands providing the entertainment shine down joan jett and the black arts the struts and evanescence plus cheating performances from Fozzy, Bad Wolves, The Glorious Sun, and Siravo. Bud Light presents MMRQ 2019, Saturday, May 18th, BB&T Pavilion, WMMR.com, for details on $25 lawn tickets. Hit up the rock shop for this year's MMRQ t-shirt presale. Order now in time for the show. Presented by Bud Light, brewed with hops, barley, water, and rice, and sponsored by Rita's Water Ice and Godshall's Turkey Bacon. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Kathy, you going to Double Dare Live tonight? I am, yes. Okay. Uh, pretty cool thing happened. Obviously, we had uh, Harvey and Robin and, and uh, Mark in yesterday. Uh, and Mark tweeted this thing. Or, uh, yeah, it was he tweeted it out. Might have put it on Instagram, too. Uh, but he wrote this. A big surprise, receiving the key to the city and... Mark Summers Day proclamation. That's cool. Yeah. What, yesterday? Signed by the mayor. Yeah, it was a surprise to him, and I think it happened at the show. Yeah, they brought it out on stage last night. And uh, they uh, they proclaimed, I assume yesterday, I'm not sure what particular date, but Mark Summers Day. Isn't that cool? That's awesome. So, That's really right. cool. Is, yeah. is the date the day of the proclamation, or is it a day... Henceforth. To be determined. To be or, determined. Uh, or, you know what I don't know, Steve? I'd have to read. E pluribus unum. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to read the entire thing, and it's the the print is too small in the picture that he okay. posted. But Well, it's up on that. They, they've expanded it now here. It still looks blurry to me. Yeah, uh, no trial without a jury of your peers. Mm-hmm. Ex post facto. Uh, quid pro sunny and share. share. Right. <laughs> What? I don't know, oh, no. but it's a it's pretty cool little uh, honor. Uh, That's for awesome. Yeah, so uh, it was cool to have them by, and tonight should be fun. Tonight's show is sold out, I think. Yeah, that's, that's what they were saying, saying yesterday, yeah. But you're, you're taking Jace? Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to take Jace, and we're going to go down. And uh, I, I told him about it yesterday, trying to explain it to him, and he's like, I know what it is. I'm like, you do? I guess they were running some sort of commercials that he saw on TV. Nope. You no. would think he would, it would, it would not 
be on his radar. Not yet, yeah, yeah. but uh, apparently it is. Nice. He's a well-informed kid, that one. <laughs> maybe you guys will get called up on stage or something like that be part Ooh, of the game. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how they pick. I would. I uh, thought they already had once the... Once they see, us, see you on the audience. I want to say they get people out of the audience. Oh, really? Yeah. Or not. Maybe not all the contestants, uh. but I think some people... Do me a favor. Grab get... that milf in the third row. <laughs> <laughs> They send her out a laminate, yeah. you know. Come on, come yeah. backstage. Mm-hmm. We have extra cookies and milk. <laughs> I mean, we just all we have is cookies and milk. <laughs> That's just it. It's a kid's show. Uh, cool. Well, congratulations to uh, the gang at Double Dare and uh, Mark Summers. Mark Summers Day in Philadelphia. Let's do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. <laughs> It is brought to you today by Gwen and Mercy University with excellent academics, generous scholarships, and deep <laughs> commitment to service. A Gwen and Mercy University education is a real game changer. Learn more at G Mercy U's Spring Open House, April 13th at 10 a.m. You can sign up today at gmercyu.edu. That's gmercyu.edu. I saw out of my peripheral vision Casey doing some type of <laughs> hand motion. That's code for Keystone Motors commercial coming oh, up. Oh, yes. what, what did you do? Did you do this? Uh, yes. Oh, driving. So okay. driving. It looks like I'm milking a cow yes. or, or milking yeah. a car. Milking okay. two different gentlemen. Yes. I wasn't sure what that <laughs> This is Harry and this is Dwight. <laughs> milking two different <laughs> I chose this, uh, and there were two <laughs> options, this or bloge. Bloge. My, my jaws are a little sore. Okay. Sorry, my man, my jaws kind of sore. <laughs> it's going to have to be digit-oriented. Just handies. So police in New Jersey have arrested a man that they say was fighting himself at Wawa. <laughs> yeah, it happened on Tuesday. You son of a bitch. At a Wawa located in Little Egg Harbor Township. Who the hell do I think I am? Police say they arrived to find 37-year-old Jason Kramer reportedly acting suspicious. Kramer allegedly told a witness that he was under the influence of something. No, Officer, okay. Officers who spoke with Kramer sent him on his way after he supposedly made arrangements to get home. But 15 minutes later, police were back at the same Wawa after Kramer was reportedly fighting with himself, punching his own face, and scratching his own eyes. Oh my God. Who won? I didn't find that out. Witnesses say he also pulled down his pants and exposed his genitals. What if he was doing that to himself? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to see that. (laughs) Where you're gone, it is my balls. You're a pig. I'm a pig. Uh, Kramer was arrested and charged with lewdness. You remember that there was footage of that really drunk guy who was walking into a mirror and thought he was trying to, like, let the guy in the mirror. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love it. Uh, a meat eater was spotted eating a raw pig's head during a clash between protesters outside of a vegan food festival. Uh, the moment happened as he was surrounded by pro-vegan activists outside of VegFest in Brighton, England. The ponytail carnivore is believed to have been part of a planned demonstration by meat eaters. He was confronted by members of the Brighton chapter of Direct Action Everywhere, an animal rights group who surrounded him, holding signs including it's not food, it's violence, and meat is murder. And so he, he ate a, a raw pig's head? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was. I, I saw the video of it. He's biting into it and everything. Mm. It's messed up. Uh, pictures and videos show the man ripping into the raw flesh before putting it into his mouth and chewing. He stands oh. in the center of the counter protest. There are a lot of diseases in raw pork. Uh, yes. It is unclear who he was or what group he represented. Uh, My guess is he's a children's entertainer. <laughs> it comes after se- several protests by the vegan group who hit headlines after they had stormed into restaurants in the city armed with meat is murder signs. 
Police say a 19-year-old man from New York City. This story was uh, from last week, by the way, when it was a little bit colder. From New York City, wanted to go to Six Flags in New Jersey. Wanted to go to Great Adventure. Yes. And allegedly stole a taxi to get there. The NYPD was able to track the taxi driven by Jonathan uh, Galpa via a GPS device. And their uh, counterparts located the cab early Tuesday morning with Galpa napping in the back seat. He allegedly told police he felt tired, so he stopped to rest before reaching the park. <laughs> Even if he had made it, he would have been disappointed because Six Flags Great Adventure is closed for the season throughout <laughs> until April 5th. Park Son closed. of a bitch. Stole a taxi, yeah. and all he wanted to do was go, go to, to Six, Six Flags. Flags. Yep. Uh, he has been charged with receiving stolen property. You should at least know when it's open. Yep. Edmonton police are investigating after a group of elderly women armed with canes protected their parish priest from an unprovoked assault. Father Marcin Mironiak uh, uh, had just finished leading evening mass. <clears throat> he was uh, approached by a young man that he didn't recognize. I don't know you. Within <laughs> seconds, the stranger threw Miranak to the ground and wrapped his hands tightly around his neck. Uh, as he struggled to breathe, parishioners responded with the only weapons they had at their disposal, which was their walking canes. They were elderly ladies who were very shocked, understandably, but they did manage to intervene. Where was this? And they were It's in uh, Edmonton. Oh. And they started beating this guy with their canes, <laughs> and uh, they got him to let go of the priest. Uh, the assailant loosened his grip on uh, Miranik's neck and ran off. Walking uh, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> he went in and finished the mass, by the way, and after that, and uh, thanked the ladies for being there. A little what? A little altercation earlier. A little altercation earlier. He was not hurt in the attack, I heard. So, <laughs> A substitute teacher's gun accidentally went off in a first, gla- first grade classroom uh, last week. What's yeah. your name, fat body? <laughs> <laughs> 74-year-old Henry Rex Weaver was taken off of campus and into custody. Authorities say that Weaver unlawfully carried a concealed small caliber firearm into the classroom. Uh, it discharged while it was in his pocket. I know how to handle a gun. Come on. Officer, officers say... Give me a break. Uh, officers say one juvenile received a very minor injury but was treated at the scene and released. Uh, the uh, Weaver was taken to the county jail and has been charged with possession of a deadly weapon on school grounds, aggravated assault, and reckless endangerment. All right, kids, who wants to get shot? Yeah. Taking a gun to a first grade class. Uh, let's see. How about this one? We'll end with this one. Lawmakers in at least 27 states have passed legislation to make eating roadkill legal. Legislators oh. in several states, including California, are on their way to doing the same. At the end of the day, this is according to a, uh, let's see, Oregon State Senator Bill Hansel said at the end of the day, it just makes sense to... Uh, Why not? Put to positive use the animals that were just going to end up decaying and creating problems along the road. Uh, Hansel, a Republican who represents a rural area, sponsored a bill that was enacted in January after being unanimously approved. So, like, we're assuming, like, if a deer gets hit or... A, yeah. I mean, but uh, would it would it pertain also to uh, uh, squirrels and possums? And- Anything, yeah. 
Uh, proponents Humans? say that the, the, the bills give free food to whoever wants it, aid research of animal migration patterns, health and disease patterns of wild animals, and clears the road in rural areas where it might take a while for a cleanup crew to get to pick up the animal's remains. I guess that kind of makes sense. Under Hansel's bill, hungry drivers can get free permits that can be downloaded on a smartphone <laughs> application. I'm feeling a little peckish, and lo and behold, what do I see in the road? A dead deer. Happy days. Uh, that allows them to take a deer or elk carcass if they agree to properly dispose of the unused parts. Give me that lobster bib. Eat the meat at their own risk and provide the accidents location authorities. That's the thing. Eat the meat at their but own You know risk. what? It, it's a twofold purpose here because it'll clean up the streets and it'll take care of the people dumb enough to eat roadkill. That's true. Permanent holders also agree <laughs> to submit within five days of the accident. Oh yeah, have at it! The head and the antlers. <laughs> Here's a fork. Here you go! It sure tastes good! <laughs> They have to. They have to. You got to cook this? No. (laughs) Nope. They got to submit the head and antlers to the Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife Office for research purposes. So, um, I don't feel so good. (laughs) Washington State enacted a similar bill in 2016. uh, By the way, the, um, the program's been nicknamed Meals Under Wheels. <laughs> Meals oh Under Wheels. <laughs> and there's been similar bills in uh, 2016 in uh, Idaho and Tennessee. You know well, what, though? So. That raises <clears throat> a good point because on Lincoln Drive, they, they redid the road. And, you know, the, the big buckets of sand that they have at the end of anything concrete to keep someone from, you know, splitting a car in half, it, it, it mitigates a collision. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this thing got exploded, and but the the debris is still out on the road because there's always traffic on that on that road, and no yeah. one. Like I'm thinking, should I pull over and try to get that out of the way? Because no. I go past it every time, but but it it'll stay there forever, you know. And yeah. so like someone wants to pull a dead deer off the road and yeah, get I mean, it out of the way. You can call um, yeah organizations or alert the police of that, and so you know maybe they'll send people off to do. Right now, the thing has just got me infuriated, and it's every time this year are uh, the potholes. Uh, I'm I, I had pothole rage uh, the other day because I hit the same one two days in a row. It's on the northeast extension southbound at the two miles before the the um, uh, mid county tolls. There's a big sign that says two miles, and I hit the thing twice in two days, and I was just cursing my brains out. I know that. it. I I feel your pain because it's a big one too. There used to be one right here on Presidential coming up in the morning, and I I had to. You try to do a mental note. Get into the left lane when you pass through this yeah. intersection because at the morning there's not a lot of traffic. I'm zipping yep. along. And Stark. when you hit it and you can feel it hit the rim of the oh, bang, yeah. bang. It's and like, I, son I, of a bitch! I've had a few flats from potholes and it really pisses me off. So that's where I am right now with you my You know what? Bug. If you could stuff a dead deer into that pothole. Right, it would fill it yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, maybe we're overlooking a, uh, a real easy option here. here. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to give away some uh, movie screening passes for Shazam. We have that screening on Shazam. Monday at uh, the IMAX at uh, the UA Riverview. It's at 7 o'clock. You need to be there by 6. So if you can uh, go see this on Monday, let's get you on board. I'll take, uh, let's take four right now. I'll save these for Monday. Is that a cool, Case? Mm-hmm. All right. 215-263-WMMR. Those are the last that I have for the day. We'll take a break. Be right back. Uh, lesson question, music, news, trash, that stuff's coming up next. Stay with us. I am wearing my golf clothes. I'm heading out of here to the course immediately. Where are you playing? 
wonderful place called Applebrook Country wow. Club. It's one wow. of my favorite places to play. So uh, thank you to my friend Jim, who is a member there and allowing me to come and accompany him you, today, which is cool. You know, you're saying, you know, I don't know if I'm going to play golf this that much this That year. much this The jury's year. still out on whether I, I believe know, that. I'm because not, your game was getting really good. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna take it as seriously this year. That's what I'm that's the plan. <laughs> your that's, shirt that's is like nice. that's like Lincoln saying, I'll stay for the first half of the show. <laughs> <laughs> you like my shirt, Kath? Yeah. You my look son's. Good. I know. Stop it. Really? I, I did this great thing. Yeah, I did this great thing happened. I, I lost a lot of weight. And my sons cleaned out their closet. Yeah. And I can now wear their clothes. Very cool. And so I'm getting hand-me-downs from my own children. Nice. Which is awesome because I don't like clothes shopping. I don't yeah. like going to do that. So all I had to do was go through their closet and get a whole bunch of What'd clothes. What would you take from Caroline? That was awesome. I didn't take anything. <laughs> I got a few more pounds to go first. <laughs> Ooh, there's a nice barrette. But I no, hit, I'm, 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 hit, wearing, I'm wearing a medium. This is a I medium. hit my goal <laughs> Caroline, can I borrow something? Daddy, or your leggings, <laughs> Daddy, you're scaring me. Why, Daddy? Feels good. No, but I can fit into a medium now. Isn't that crazy? Nice. This is a medium. Happy days, uh, and warm temperatures. So hopefully you're getting out today too. Uh, we're gonna do the Daily Rush Madness one more time. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. One more matchup to bring you up to speed on as we head into round two. These videos have already beaten former uh, opponents, and it's just going to get tougher as we go along. So we have a number five seed against a number 13 seed. Number five facing off in the Gadzooks region is Meet Manthe against number 13. Regis tells Kathy to shut up. Wow. There's a couple of quick clips for you. And the Meet Manthe, this is the first time that the, the character Manthe was, uh, was ever... Uh, materialized. Here we go. Hey, remember there was also another woman who bit, uh, bit at a woman's finger off. Wait a second. That was all. Is that you? What I said was, bit it. When are we going to do our wine club again? <laughs> when we get together and watch that Nick Lachey show. <laughs> All right, that one, that one is going up against where he just tells Kathy to sh- uh, to Kelly to shut up, not Kathy. Here we go. I'd be like, good morning. And shut up! He'd say, save it. Shut up. Shut. Shut your mouth. <laughs> shut. Shut. No, shut. Save it. For- <laughs> shut the mouth now. <laughs> shut up. You weren't very nice about shut. it. <laughs> Look, shut the mouth closed. All right, so those are going up against each other. But you know what? Uh, what I didn't realize is we could, we have a few Manthys. You never know. The final could be Manthy versus Manthy. Oh, man. Wow. It could be Manthy versus Manthy. You never know. That'd be epic. I think one of the, one of the, um, it could be Regis versus Regis, could too. Be Regis There's a couple versus, of Regis's. Yeah. I mean, that would be like uh, North Carolina versus Duke, yeah. right? Like two North Carolina. How do you choose a side? Mm, easily. You go with North Carolina. <laughs> I, it's crazy. I don't know what we're going to end up with. But it'll be cool. All yeah. right, uh, Frank. Do we have Rizzo versus Rizzo? No, is that Rizzo. A, one of the Rizzos bumped out, right? Yeah. Okay. It's Creep Crembolet is the one that's in the lead. <laughs> you can vote right now at uh, wmhour.com. Just click on the Daily Rush Madness uh, banner, and it's going to take you to the videos. And you can also um, enter for a grand prize that we have while you're there. You can watch videos, vote on them, and then of course enter to win punchline. Uh, tickets to every single show they have for the rest of the year. One entry per person per day. Must be at least 21 years of age. Entry 
deadline is Friday, April 5th at 9.59 a.m. Contest rules. WMMR.com is presented by Punchline, Philly Comedy Club, Restaurant, and Bar. Lesson question today. We're going to give away a Philly's prize pack, and that is from Shop Runner. And the question we're going to go with, you want early or late? What do you think? Um, you tell me, Steve. Uh, let's go early. All right, early. Uh, let's do... Uh, what time? Okay, how about uh, Katie Holmes is not a fan of what? 215-263-WMR. Wow, I don't remember that. A long time yeah. ago. Uh, Katie Holmes is not a fan of what? Uh, I'll give you a hint. It happens in her panties. <laughs> oh. 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> wow. And we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it's brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston, Pennsylvania. Offering mulch, topsoil, compost, decorative, and crushed stone, uh, grass seed, straw, and more. MulchWorks delivers to residential and commercial markets. Visit them online, mulchthis.com, or stop by in person to meet their friendly staff. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Patriot owner Robert Kraft claiming police surveillance footage showing him inside a Florida massage parlor was gotten with an unlawful search warrant. Kraft says the whole thing rubs him the wrong way. (laughs) (laughs) A new book revealing behind-the-scenes stories from The View claiming that Rosie O'Donnell and Kelly Ripa had uh, been in a feud since 2006. Apparently, O'Donnell believes Ripa made a veiled homophobic remark about Clay Aiken, while Ripa believes O'Donnell is a talking Clydesdale. (laughs) Oh, my God. And finally, 15 years after Roy Horn of Siegfried and Roy was attacked on a Las Vegas stage by one of their performing Tigers, a former employee has come forth to take some of the blame. Tiger trainer Chris Lawrence says that while Horn made the mistake of not spending enough time with the Tigers, he made a mistake by gifting Roy with a raw chicken necklace. Oh. <laughs> and that's your Hollywood track. All righty, we'll see if uh, we can get an answer to this question. Going to the phones, uh, what, uh, Katie Holmes is not a fan of what? 215-263-WMMR. I will go to Jesse, see if Jesse knows the answer. Good morning, Jess. Morning. All right, Jesse, what is Katie Holmes not a fan of? Not a fan of spotting. Spotting, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hang on. For Jesse, we have a Phillies prize pack from Shop Runner, including Bryce Harper Phillies official name and number T-shirt, Bryce Harper hometown T-shirt, a Phillies 15-ounce stainless steel tumbler and hat, and a year-long membership to Shop Runner. Shop Runner, an e-commerce network that offers its members uh, free two-day shipping and returns across 100-plus retailers. MMR listeners can sign up now for a free one-year membership at shoprunner.com slash WMMR. Let's dive into the music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Dickhead. <laughs> Brought to you this morning by Godshaw's Eat Lighter. We got Shaw's real meat, real wood smoked turkey bacon with up to 80% less fat than pork bacon. Godshaw's turkey bacon, except no imitation. Uh, I don't have too much for you today, but the 34th Annual Rock and Roll Hall of Fame takes place tonight at Brooklyn's Barclays Center. Tonight? Yeah. Uh, Sarah Parker will be there tonight, by the way. And I think She's she perfect might choice. Be, I might, she might be doing some... Uh, uh, some Facebook Live stuff or yeah, nice. uh, uh, some things on social media, so you want to check that out. The 2019 class includes Def Leppard, Stevie Nicks, The Zombies, Janet Jackson, The Cure, Radiohead, and Roxy Music. Uh, to be eligible for this year's ballot, each nominee's first singular album had to have been released in 1993 or earlier. And HBO will broadcast a truncated version of the ceremony later in the year. 
for I the... wonder if Stallone's going to be there for the <laughs> for the cure. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was in the Robert Smith story. He had Robert Smith story. Uh, for the seventh consecutive year, the public has uh, had the opportunity to vote alongside the more than 800 artists, historians, and music industry insiders of the Rock Hall voting body, with Def Leppard snagging the coveted fan vote. The inductors for the ceremony tonight will be Brian May of Queen for Def Leppard, Harry Styles for Stevie Nicks, Janelle Monet for Janet Jackson, uh, Duran Duran's John Taylor and Simon LeBond for Roxy Music. Oh, that's a good choice. The Bengals' Susanna Hoffs will induct the Zombies. Uh, David Byrne for Radiohead. And Trent Reznor of Nine Inch Nails will induct The Cure. I think those are good selections. All good choices. Yeah. All the inductees are expected to perform tonight, including a reunited Roxy Music, save for drummer Paul Thompson and Brian Eno who will be unable to attend after vowing not to fly for a year in an effort to reduce his carbon footprint. So that's he's not protesting or anything like that. This is something an, an agreement that he made, and he's sticking to it. So it'll be tonight. And then one other thing, and that's it. Hailstorm has shared the music video for Vicious, the title track from the band's fourth studio LP. Singer and guitarist Lizzie Hale said about the track, we love the word Vicious. We just love that word. Uh, but we didn't want to use it in its typical connotation. So we rebranded it to represent the strength and power of oneself, the glory of the struggle, and the victory of overcoming all you are up against. Huh? What doesn't kill me makes me vicious, she says. Yeah. Uh, vicious I don't is understand any of that, but it sounds cool. Hailstorm's fourth full-length album released last July. The title song followed by chart-topping Uncomfortable and Do Not Disturb as singles from the disc. That's about it for today, friends. Well, you know, you also have the big uh, KISS concert in town. Well, not only that, but how about this? Uh, Just announced, due to overwhelming demand, there are new dates added to the Here We Go Again tour with Cher. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Really? That is correct. Coming to the Wells Fargo Center on December 6th. So that's going to be the extra show, right? So she's playing... April 20th, that sold out, but she's coming back in December to the Wells Fargo Center. Is there a scenario that uh, ends with you ever seeing a share show like that? No, I don't yeah. think so. <laughs> Not that I wouldn't like yeah. it. I, I she really, is a legend. I, re- I, would, I think it'd be actually yeah. great to go see it. I'm just not going to. No. I'm Everybody, gonna... we have personality in the audience tonight. If the, uh, if the calendar. He's wearing a sun shirt. <laughs> the medium. <laughs> If the calendar holds, that's the Friday of Camp Out for Hunger. Maybe she gets into town. On- wow. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Start Would doing be. nice impressions. <laughs> that's what I, I, well, I always do. <laughs> or maybe I don't. Yeah. Uh, pre-sale oh, uh, is uh, next Tuesday at 10 a.m. local time. You can get more information at LiveNation.com. For she's not coming out. I sure. wonder how, she's, how she moves around the stage Hand now, truck. Though. <laughs> like animals. But she started to slow down yeah. a little. <laughs> Just a bit. Actually, she looks still looks pretty good. Well, yeah, because nothing moves. Right. Oh, man, well, that's not going to get her in our happy. studio. You mean because be nice. of her face and everything? Yeah, I don't mean move around the stage because of her face, but right. yes, no, she's okay. had a lot what they do is of plastic surgery. They, she stays in place and they move the entire yeah. arena around her. <laughs> Shara's always known to have a great body. That's right. Uh, you remember If I Could Turn Back Time, that yes. video where that... That lack of clothing she was wearing. She's wearing nothing. Yeah. Now it's if I could roll up my lab. Because <laughs> it's if tough. If I could roll up my, my lab. <laughs> when the curtains open <laughs> for her to come out, oh, it's me. Oh, dude. Man. Stop. Okay. What? We're definitely getting her on so the So we'll show. see her at the Camp Out for Hunger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clearly, after all that, she has had a little work. 
Oh, yeah, a just a bit, just a tiny bit. Her, the, her, her actual canine teeth are on the top of her head. <laughs> We're going to take a break. <laughs> we'll be back in just a moment. Get ready to wrap. <laughs> Stay with us, if you will, please. MMR rocks. Enough said. An enjoyable way to wrap up the week, I think. I, uh, I had fun today on the program. It, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Fun was had by all. Thank you to all our guests uh, for being in our studio this morning, too, observing what we do. Yes, yes, a round of applause for those guys. Um, we, program-wise, or guest-wise, I should say, I want to thank uh, Director Terry Gilliam for being on the show. Uh, the Man Who Killed Don Quixote is going to be in select theaters on April 10th. It's a one-day-only screening. I didn't wasn't aware of that until he told us that, but yeah, yeah. one-day-only. You'd figure to get a more, I mean, it's freaking Terry Gilliam, a yeah. more... A more Generous release, but I don't know. It'll find a home somewhere after that, I'm certain of it. Yeah, it's got some very good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. So uh, thank you to Terry for being on the show. Uh, what else do we need to do? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know. Nothing else, really. Usually it's a bunch of... Thanks, Steve, for getting breakfast pizza this morning. Oh, no problem. That was nice. Um, but uh, I guess we need to do the letter of the day. You want to do that, Case? I could probably do it. Okay. Let me uh, fire that up right now, and we'll see if we can get a winner. No, that's what I was waiting uh-huh. for. That's what I was waiting for. Ladies and gentlemen, he's here. Yeah. He's missing to the door. <laughs> Our door. Oh, dude, God. dude. Whoa. Wow. It fell over. You're angry, aren't you? I'm angry. <laughs> got think mad as hell and you're not going to take it anymore. Not going to take it anymore. Did you go somewhere last night? I went to hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've been on a journey, man. I went to hell and back. You're our Audie Murphy. Thank you. Yeah. It's my new movie. To hell and back. To hell and back. Part two. I cut myself on the phonograph needle. Yeah. Wow. F you. Wow. To hell and back. Man. I lived. You're salty, dude. I rocked. Yeah. I vomited. <laughs> That's all. In that order? Did you kill anybody? No. 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 Okay. Peace oh, and no. love. Peace and love. Peace and love. Just hell. And then just you hell. kill him. Oh, you're yeah. wearing one of my favorite shirts today. I meant to wear it yesterday. Opening day was yesterday. Pierre has a, a shirt in Phil's color. <laughs> you know, the light blue, the older color, the light blue with the uh, the red. And um, <laughs> it's got a picture of a, of a baseball player swinging a bat. Looks like he's knocked one out of the park. But it says very, very large next to it. Touchdown. <laughs> I love that. That is so, there's no shirt that's more perfectly you than that, I don't Thank think. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice. Sports up. Sports up, baby. All right, we need to get the letter. That's where I was going. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. S as in song. All right. You should have a word by now. We'll take caller number 9 at 215-263-WMMR. And we will let you have a try <laughs> at uh, giving us that word and uh, getting the prize. So 215-263-WMMR. Caller number 9. That's who we are going to take. So, I haven't been outside since 5 o'clock this morning. It was still a little bit chilly. What's it like right now? It's not as warm as it's going to get. What's okay. it going to get? 60? 60... 67? Yeah. 68 degrees? It's not, it's not quite there yet. The, the foggy or the... Clouds? Cloudy, foggy. <clears throat> uh, that has prevented that from happening. However, uh, it will get there. We will. It's Yesterday, not I was hiking in, in my, my shorts and my summer hiking oh, nice. gear. Because when the sun's on you, then you, you're good to go. Yeah, we're still in that little area, but I'll, listen, we're going in the right way. And then with yeah. seventy plus tomorrow, right? Um, Here we go. 
I, I, I contend still that last Sunday was the nicest day of the spring so far. Mm. But we can exceed that. Yeah, we can. We can do better. 73 to 75 tomorrow. Wow. Yeah, it's going to feel phenomenal. I hope it's not hot, though. It won't be. I want, it's going to be I know cloudy. We want a legitimate spring. Yes. You wear yeah. a mind yes. on that. I, spring is just glorious. And uh, when we get robbed of it, I want to destroy all life on it. Agreed. <laughs> Steve and I are fans of moderate uh, temperatures. Yeah. So I am that as well. fall and that spring thing. Uh, then one asks, why are we living here? Um, but uh, that fall and that spring thing, I just crave those moderate temperatures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm with you. Okay. All right. I also crave a winner, and that's what I'm I'm going to satisfy my urge. I'm going to go to our calls, and I'm going to get Eric, who is number nine. Hey, Eric, how you doing? Oh, my God. After the week and month that I have had, you guys rock. Oh, Wow. <laughs> Glad you hear that. I'm excited at the prospect of giving you a prize then. What is our word of the week? The Phils are going to kick ass this year. Hey, batter, hey, batter, swing. That's it, yeah. Hey, batter, hey, batter, swing. You got it. Listen to Eric. In the words of the immortal Ric Flair. (laughs) It's so loud it's distorting his phone. (laughs) Woo! Absolutely correct, Eric. So here's what we have for you at Casey's Corner VIP Experience for MMRBQ 2019, only offered by Metro by T-Mobile, including a pair of reserve seats, passes to the catered VIP party, commemorative laminates, and a meet and greet with one of the bands, and you will also qualify for an autographed guitar from this year's bands, Metro by T-Mobile. That's genius. Congratulations, Eric. Thank you so much. You do not know what this did for my week and month. You Excellent. Really don't. That's awesome. Glad to hear that. Eric's oh. been having a tough one, I guess. Hang on, Eric. We'll get your information, and uh, we'll set you up with the prize. Uh, so congratulations to you. Uh, what do you have coming up on the program, Pierre? Um, before I... Nick, you have an event this weekend. Yes. Right? I um, Where is that? It's is at the Desmond. Uh, I'm go there tomorrow. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, it's a bottom cell for prostate cancer. Steve, you've hosted it many times in the past. You cannot because you're doing another charity event tomorrow night. Uh, but I'm hosting it uh, tomorrow night. And um, it's 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. out of the Desmond, which is in the Great Valley Corporate Center, uh, just off of 202 in Malvern. Uh, all the proceeds benefit pres- uh, prostate cancer research and awareness. And uh, it's it's Blue Jean Gala, which means it's very casual. It so is. You can great food. Great food. Live music should be a great time. So if you're able to stop by, Pierre, that'd be great. And uh, I will be your host. Cool. All right. Um, then on to my program. Uh, we'll have... Uh, Basically, more uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame stuff. We'll do a workforce block of KISS because, of course, uh, they're not only in town tonight, but they've been inducted in the past. <laughs> we'll do a workforce block of The Cure. Why, why are you laughing? KISS is just it's such, it's such an obvious. Yeah. You know, they, 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 uh, the fan level, Chuck's wearing his KISS shirt today. The excitement is through the roof. It is. And uh, I love that, you guys. I don't know that I've heard many times the Preston and Steve show play a KISS song in the morning. So that was cool. Yeah. Uh, you have before, but not that often, so that yeah, was fun. And, and definitely not lick it up. That was yeah, fun. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Um, and so we'll do a block of Kiss. We'll do a block of The Cure because uh, they are inducted uh, this evening, uh, Robert Smith and company. And uh, then we'll just uh, bounce around to different years and different inductees from the past, moments from ceremonies in the past. So it'll be a lot of fun. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Uh, let me thank our sponsors. President Steve Show has been brought to you today. Uh, by Quip. Quip is backed by over 20,000 dental professionals. Quip starts with just uh, starts at just $25. You can go to getquip.com slash WMMR now to purchase your Quip toothbrush and get your first refill pack for free. 
Also, uh, powered by DHY Motorsports, uh, go fast, go now. Go to DHY Motorsports for huge month-end savings. Also, Mealy's Furniture, just what you're looking for. Uh, don't forget, we have a painfully single mixer that's coming up April 4th, next Thursday. So excited. 6 to 9 p.m., presented by Miller Lite. If you have not entered yet to be a part of this, you can do it. You can go to the contest page at WMMR.com. You have to be at least 21 years of age. You might get invited. $3 Miller Lite specials, light beer for Miller, everything you always wanted in a beer with more taste and less carbs. Next week on our program, we got a lot going on. Justin Guarini is stopping by, our good friend. Uh, amazing jazz musician. Uh, he's a drummer. His name is Antonio Sanchez. Is going to be in our studio, and he's going to perform, and he'll blow you away. You doing a drum off? I guess. Yes, so. we're going to set up a drum off. Yeah, I'm we'll doing explain some kind it. Of drum Honestly, you, you, you've drummed with some of the greatest drummers in this studio. <laughs> Uh, and you might as well continue the streak. Uh, this guy's another level. So uh, Antonio Sanchez stopping by. I'm looking forward to that. Comedian Steve Byrne. We love Steve. Yeah. He's coming by. And also comedian uh, Vicky Barbalak. Sure. And Zachary Levi will be on uh, for him. Yeah. So she's saying, uh, uh, yes. A lot next week. Uh, so that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. And we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. <laughs> The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Yeah, all right. F- you too, Amanda. Next message. Yo, you see these little bitches intentionally walk past Papa to bring Reyes up with the bases loaded and the bitch is being And we all like, oh, f- oh, f- it's going to be one hell of a season. Next message. The right hand shoulder is not. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR Rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.